you know, here. What's up? I was thinking about something. What were you thinking about, bro? I was thinking about what's going on in the earth, right? What's happening in our minds? Yeah. Uh, and I wondered, why does it matter? We're about to find out. <laughs> Holy find shit. Out. Ready? Ready. <laughs> Just kidding. Welcome to Earth, Mind, and Matter. We never done that before, right? comics. This week in the universe, across the internet. So what's up? So Javi, what's going on, Frankie? We just covered the fucking intro. We we are now cover artists. We are gods. <laughs> well, God, this is a very, very special night. I feel like I, I have to keep that in in, in the in that. Please, do. I feel like I never thought about that, but I think this is the perfect episode because last episode was what the twenty first. Mm-hmm. The, the the podcast just became adultish. Yeah, and I'm drunk as fuck right now. <laughs> so so with the twenty second, it's like a little like metaphor. Well, hey. what is the metaphor? Um, uh, you're like a dad that's come home to his kid. <laughs> After his kid has turned twenty one, and after but the, missed it by a year, and now they're twenty two. And after the bad, the dad's had a long bad day, and he's like, "Hey, dad, what are you doing?" And he's just taking off his body. He's like, "Hey, son." <laughs> they talk with the same voice. <laughs> yeah, I I could see that. I you know what I that. mean? It's a very special night. It's very. I, it really isn't. It's pretty much Sunday. <laughs> well, it's special Sunday. Special Sunday. It's. Are you a snake? No, I'm Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what the, so are you are you calling Jesus a snake? Because when Adam ate the apple, no, who ate the apple? Eve. Uh, fuck. Who was it? Who ate was the it? apple? Boy, Eve. Oh man, woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. She was actually non-binary. Oh, so wow, that really changes a lot in the in like yeah. everything, don't yeah. you think? He didn't know he, Adam. Oh, but she didn't know either. So how how did she not know that, or how did they not know they were non-binary? Because Adam doesn't see color. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> Whenever I can't answer the question, that's all you're gonna hear. <laughs> I don't know if I hear it in the mic or if I just hear it. I, no, I, it's in the I mic. Hear, yeah. All right, nice, nice. <laughs> we got a special guest. We do, we do. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jameson himself. <laughs> Mr. Jameson is a triple distilled. And actually, Brian, our actual special guest. What is what is it? If I'm going to read title, right? It's a Jameson established 1780 triple distilled smooth Irish whiskey made the John Jameson way since 1780 Irish whiskey produced product of Ireland, John James Smith. What does that mean, Brian? It means there's some good ass fucking whiskey. <laughs> nice. Enough said. Enough said. That, anybody that gives a long explanation than that, they just compensated. Yeah, they they're just using big and long words. <laughs> it's no it's reason. filibuster. Filibuster. It's Gancher Trubado. It, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like a real word, right? If I would make up some shit. Oh, okay. So that was a made up word. No, I don't. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what are we doing today, Javi? I don't fucking know, man. Me neither, man. <laughs> like, 
Because, <laughs> like, I'm not drinking, and I feel like... Oh, you're sober. Oh, you're high. I'm, I'm high. I'm high. But, like, I feel like we're on two different levels yeah. right now. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are on the different, um, not spectrums. <laughs> but what is it? Sobriety levels, <laughs> right? Marijuana, alcohol. Sobriety, sober. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're, so I'm drunk. Javi's high and Link is laying next to me. Link is Javi's dog. If you're a first time listener, Link is Javi's dog. And he says, Frankie, you are drunk, so I'm gonna lay next to you peacefully to keep the peace. <laughs> and uh, I got a lot of stories for you today, Javi. But yeah. what are, oh, wait, what are we doing? Did we say that already? Uh no, we haven't. So what are we doing, man? We're on the earth. This is what's in our minds. This is why it matters. This is earth, mind, and matter. Welcome back to the show, folks. Well, welcome back to the show. And if this is your first time listening, welcome back to this episode. Yeah. And, you know, we had last episode come out on a Saturday, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. And it was a new thing for us because lately we've been fluctuating the uploaders was like, deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know what else to say. Deal with it. And I mean, it's been a crazy week politically. Yeah. Crazy week politically. Yeah. We got fucking uh, Beavis and Butthead. The movie came out not too long ago. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. It's Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Nice. Mike Judge. He's still doing shit. Yeah, man. It really actually wasn't recent, but it was like recent in terms of lifetime. Mm. But Beavis and Butthead is awesome. We talked about Turnstile last episode. Yes, we did. That's a badass album, Glow On. Yeah, we did. And I referred to the the Beavis and Butthead Hank banging. Yeah. And that was awesome. (laughs) I still love that album. I actually got drunk the other day and (laughs) I got home and I went, I'll be interested there, right? And so I was like, bro, wake the fuck up, man. Like four in the morning. <laughs> it's four in the morning. And I wake up. I'm like, yo, wake up. And she's like, mm. I'm like, wake up, wake up. And she's like, mm. and I, I'm like, you got to listen to this shit. It's crazy. <laughs> and I play the album from my phone right next to her. Ear, <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh my and, God. But she's so sweet because she was like, this is so good. <laughs> and I'm like, right. And she's like, yeah, but I'm like, I'm not even awake. I'm like, but listen, though. <laughs> but, but, but listen, and she listened. But she, but when I when, when we woke up in the morning, she was like, "This that was actually pretty good." I'm like, "You're not lying." She's like, "Yeah, I'm not lying. That was pretty good." And um, I'm excited to go see them in concert, man. Yeah, um, man. It's good. Did you get your ticket officially? I'm, I'm going too soon. I just needed to make sure she wouldn't want to go. Okay. Let him okay. Know soon, but regardless of price, I'm going. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all, all jokes aside, and all seriousness within, we are on Earth, Mind, and Matter. One of the best podcasts in the world. Spons- in, the, in the universe. In the universe. Come on, man. Sponsored by? Uh, today, we're sponsored by uh, Dallas Ar- Arboretum. Nice. Oh, my hat. <laughs> <laughs> we are, it's a, it's a, it's a, what's it called? It's a garden in, in Dallas. Very nice. And we're also sponsored by, um, what are we sponsored by? FIFA. Powerade and FIFA. Because <laughs> only the best players in FIFA drink Powerade. Here, here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it for the camera. Okay. Uh, just you know, a good old, a good old sip. Demonetization you know. in three, two, <laughs> one. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! That just came out in the mic. Just for the record, uh, Javi took a sip of Blue Powerade, and the gulp came out on the mic. And if you're still listening. Thank you, because uh, <laughs> it's been a very uh, radical night. <laughs> and I got a couple topics for you, Javi. Okay, okay. Very interesting topics. So, uh, anything else you want to say before we start? Uh, I, I got a few things I got to say, actually. How many things, um, exactly? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. 
About 12. 12. Say them. I'm going to count. Okay. All right. I'm going to count. One, One. My foot hurts. Which foot? My left. All right. Two. My left eye is twitching. Which eye? I just said my left <laughs> eye. <laughs> okay. All right. Three. Three. I think I'm having a stroke. Four. Okay. Flubber. Flubber the, like, Robert Five, Williams? Flat. Did Robert Williams shoot himself or hang himself? Um... He hung himself. That's crazy when somebody hangs himself, right? Like, how do you do? Anthony Bourdain hung himself, hung himself in a hotel room that he was like, they, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and Chris, Chris Benoit, Chris Benoit hung himself and after he killed his wife and ch- kid, right? That was just a wrestling move. <laughs> <laughs> it was the life taker. <laughs> All right. After um, well, you got, you got like. I'm nine more, bro. Yeah, I said I said uh uh flubber and flap. Flubber and flap. Um, Flapjack, the the cartoon. No, just flap. Just flap like the uh, Amanamapia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go okay. with that. Okay. Um, I'm also thinking about my comic, making a lot of good progress on that. I like that. I like because you've been making. All, you have eleven pages left. Uh, uh, ten pages. Check out Ruby when it comes out. Yeah, it'll uh hopefully be done by by the end of uh. By next summer. Uh, Javi M. Ruby. Check it out. 2023. Yeah. And uh, let's see. What else? What's up? Ooh, look at the sticker. I'm thinking about Batman. Batman's mm. so good. Batman's fucking dope. Super good. Super good. <laughs> the movie was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Ben Affleck Batman, though. Uh, I mean, you know, he, you know, to each his own. The best thing about him is Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Over, uh, Massaging her butt. Basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you up to? Six or five? Uh, uh, I'm on seven. Seven. Sir. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I, I told you. A lot of things to say. It's a crazy day. Um, I'm also thinking about this ashtray. You know you know who got me this ashtray? Uh, Shout out to Melissa, who now has a broken foot. Wait, wait the Melissa we know? She's a broken <laughs> foot? Melissa, if this thing... Ah, no, I'm kidding. Okay, what the fuck? I didn't know she had a broken foot. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> but it's a good ashtray. I almost dropped it, but it didn't fall. It has equi- oh, that was a noise. Yeah. It has equilibrium. Not like her foot. Oh, damn. <laughs> nah, it's too close. Rest in peace, her foot. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Okay. Um, uh, I gotta I was- know what happened to her foot later, though. Later. We don't want to reveal too much information for the insurance. <laughs> for the insurance. <laughs> But um, I'm also thinking about the fact that I'm happy I filled up my water before we started the episode Good, so I didn't have to run off and do it in the middle of the episode like last time, like an asshole. And I got my sponsored by Essential water bottle right here and I have no, two. No, no, no. I don't want to be sponsored by them. Essential's nice. Uh, I, nah. I'm, I'm more of a smart water kind of guy. Smart water I fuck with a lot. But you know what I don't fuck with? Fiji. That shit tastes like yeah, ass. Fiji tastes weird. That's man. the cum of water. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say? Uh, what? Uh, like mango nectar is mango cum. Mango nectar is good though. Yeah, and it's like mango cum. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because pollen is like flower flower cum, right? Yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> You've won this battle, Javi. <laughs> so you know, I'm always down in some mango cum. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> what else? I'm glad that inflation hasn't hit Arizona cans yet. This is nine. No, it has though. I've seen I've seen Arizona cans for like 150 or 125. Huh? Depends on the state. Depends on the, Depends state, on the just state. Just like abortion. 
Damn, Ooh. correlation. We need to find a Venn diagram. A Venn diagram? <laughs> Just like ovaries, right? There's two of them. <laughs> and then the one thing in the middle. <laughs> or uterus, we can, whatever. We can use the fallopian tubes to Ooh, create the I like this. Supplementary. Check it out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Arizona is a little more important than abortion, no? Um, hmm. <laughs> you know, it would depend Not if, you, if you asked uh, a middle school me or or present day. You me. thought juice was more important than women's rights? <laughs> when I was in middle school, yeah. Nice. nice. I agree with that. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. <laughs> and and you know what? But present day hobby, he's like, you know what? Arizona could go up 150. I can I can survive that. You can say that. Fuck that. Arizona juice iced tea should always be 99 cents. Always be 99 cents. Ah, don't be greedy. You don't be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you go to? That's nine, right? That was 10. That was, <laughs> so what's 11? 11. I'm just going to do this. 11. 11. From Stranger Things. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I think you meant the Twin Towers. <gasps> Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We got please if you're listening, don't tune out. We got like a lot of juicy topics. <laughs> I again guys, I had a lot to say. I have a lot to say. And you got three more topics. One one last one, one last thing. Well, can you count? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. What's up? What's okay. Up? The last la- topic. The last thing I, I, I wanna do is just shout this out. Mm. Spelling isn't a part of grammar. You don't think so? It's it's not. What's more important, pronunciation or spelling? I mean, spelling, pronunci- pronunciation, grammar are all separate. Like, so I I wouldn't say one matters more than other. Mm-hmm. I think they all equally matter. So you're saying that somebody who's dumb, like like the one people that can't speak, pronunciation doesn't matter. But then spelling, people that don't have hands, they also can't spell. <laughs> so what what topics do you have today? <laughs> This is Earth Mind Matter, <laughs> the most sophisticated show on the internet. We have 13,000 fans, and it's one of the best shows on Earth. So anyway, <laughs> I hope you're still listening, because I know people that are tuning in are like, damn, Frankie's so interesting. I'm Frankie, by the way. <laughs> this is how we, like, we did that at the beginning. I know, but we do it again right now, because you know why? <laughs> James and Triple Distilled Whiskey Irish. <laughs> no. All right. All, all jokes aside. Uh, my three topics today, I mean, I literally researched them today, but I went hard. Like, you know, I'm not going to, I realized that the best way to do this show is to really go hard with the research. I see that you've been doing that lately and I don't want to let you down today. Right. So I have three really interesting topics. And the first one is uh Pornhub accountability, Pornhub accountability, Pornhub accountability. The second one is, and if you, you've heard about this recently, um, the Biden administration lowering li- nicotine levels in uh-huh. cigarettes. And jewels recently being federally banned. Okay. And my third one, all jokes aside, seriously, with the Roe versus Wade going on, I wanted to discuss the consequences, not the consequences, more so just the realisticness of abortion, why people get them, women especially. And like people in the past who've had them and been convicted of them, all that stuff. And for those that are new and still listening, surprisingly, just kidding. You better be fucking listening to this shit. <laughs> uh, we got Frank, the aim- he's holding a gun to your head right now. He's I'm like, holding a gun to our guest shit. Brian's head right now. To his <laughs> liver in particular because we've had so many beverages together. <laughs> but we have an AMC section for later. Uh, we'll save that for later. You could probably read it in the description. But I'm pretty excited for this one. 
Yeah. And yeah, man. But um, but I wanted to do something kind of fun. Um, actually, I'm gonna say this. So before I came here, I was supposed to come here sober, but I came here <laughs> drunk as fuck. And out of the whole conversation that I had at that bar, I'm not gonna expand on it. It was pretty exciting. But the one thing I heard is something interesting. And I, you know how we always say universe, right? What mm-hmm. movie did you see yesterday? Uh, Top Gun. And how did you see it? I saw it in IMAX. So. At the bar that I was at, I was chatting with people, as I love to do. And really because of my good friend Brian right here. Brian uh, R. Can I say your last name or not? Robles? (laughs) No, Brian Robles, R-O-B-L-E-S. Motherfucker is my friend for life and hobbyist too. (laughs) But we were talking and chatting. I was speaking to this record label producer or some shit. Random as fuck. That's some LIC shit, right? But at the end of the day, what I want to take from that whole conversation is that we were talking about Top Gun. And I was like, I've never seen it, but... We were talking about the Mets also. Did you know this? The last time, and I knew this, the last time the Mets won the World Series was 1986. Oh, wow. And Top Gun, the first one. And so we're talking about Top Gun Maverick, and I was like, I'm about to bet my whole life savings on the Maverick, (laughs) (laughs) on the Mets. (laughs) And then, that was just cool. I I couldn't believe my, Link is still, Javi's dog is still laying next to me, and I feel like (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Now, before I go into the Pornhub and to the jewels and to the abortion, I saw a topic that I wanted to bring up as one of my topics, but I was like, nah, man, this is just funny. So I'm going to read about half the article because the rest of the article is just annoying. Okay. But okay. You ready? A little bonus uh, topic. A little bonus topic, basically, because I felt like it came out 2014, January 11th, and it's called Swiss, quote, Swiss cheese pervert, unquote, terrorizes Mayfair. Okay. And usually, you know, we, we actually go down like through the whole article. We pick out the good parts. But I have to read this full through because it's just so <laughs> silly. So I'm going to be kind of quick with it, but I'm going to read it. This is the beginning article. Police say a man with the, quote, major sexual cheese fetish, end quote, is exposing himself to women. <laughs> the gentleman <laughs> prefers blondes. This guy prefers Swiss. <laughs> What the fuck? As in cheese. The kind normally found sandwiched between corned beef and rye and Reuben. (laughs) But this particular man is using his dairy products to satisfy a different craving. The Mayfair Town Watch reported yesterday on his Facebook page that the Swiss cheese pervert has been terrorizing neighborhood women. According to the group, the suspect, a heavyset white man, of course white man, (laughs) estimated to be in his late 40s or early 50s, approaches women while driving, a silver or black sedan, with his genitals exposed. The nuts. (laughs) (laughs) He then displays a piece of sliced cheese and offers to pay the woman to put the cheese on his penis and perform sexual acts on him while using it. Okay. I'm almost done. But And it says, quote, I understand that people may think this is funny, but this is no laughing matter, said Milt Marlack, the town watches senior advisor. Quote, well, we've had a couple individuals reach out to us. We're talking this matter very seriously and we're working vigorously to, with police to get this guy off the streets. <laughs> a police source yesterday confirmed that the special eviction units is investigating this man after several women from the Mayfair area filed reports describing similar encounters with the man, displaying ooh, displaying, <laughs> displaying what the source called a major sexual cheese fetish. And although the news of the bizarre case shocked many Mayfair residents, Gabby Chess, who lives in nearby Bridgeburg, recognized the behavior pattern instantly. Okay, so 
hear me out because right now it just sounds like some weird guy wants to fuck cheese right <laughs> and I, at this point i was gonna end reading the article because i was like this shit not interesting this man is just weird but then <laughs> then it's like look listen to this man it gets funnier i didn't think it would in july 2012 chest then 19 and having just broken up with her boyfriend created a profile on the dating site okay cupid uh, sponsored by OkCupid. <laughs> Within days, she said she was contacted by a really strange guy who sent her a private message that detailed a very specific request. He said he was looking for somebody to perform masturbation on him with cheese. <laughs> he kept saying how strong his urges were and how desperate he was to find someone to help him with them. <laughs> and then this is what got me laughing. He said, I started to compare girls to cheese. <laughs> Do... <laughs> To their milky complexions. Girls are small, soft, smooth feeling, and tend to like dairy products. (laughs) That and typical advertising. Always using a girl to advertise dairy products. So cheese is what I started to use as a replacement for having sex with girls. And um, (laughs) then he got deemed the Swiss cheese pervert. And then, I mean, it just got funny, man. (laughs) Dude, this guy's sick. (laughs) What the fuck? This guy is not lactose intolerant. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, man. I didn't. I mean, I was like, "What the fuck is happening here, man?" And then, as soon as I kept reading the article, I was like, "Maybe I shouldn't do my whole article on this." But at the end, yeah, motherfucking liking cheese like this. I mean, God bless him. <laughs> you know, not really though. Comparing women to cheese yeah. for their milky complexion. What the fuck? Like, you can't fucking make that shit up. You can't, man. And when I found the article, it was giving me, like, the, the you know, when the websites give you that little caution sign, like, you're visiting a bad website. Mm-hmm. I was like, am I being lied to right now? <laughs> am I being lied to? But I wasn't, and this is a true story. You can look it up. Whatever I said the title was earlier is, and yeah, man, so what's your thoughts? That's uh, fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and it's gross, and that guy has issues. Yeah, man. <laughs> But if you want to come on the podcast, please contact 874 No, No? No? I don't want him on the show. He but, can stay away from my cheese. What's your favorite type of cheese, uh, Javi? Uh, I think it's either got to be Swiss or Pepper Jack. So Javi likes white or Latina girls. <laughs> <laughs> Psychology <Man>. said. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. well, wait, what origin is Pepper Jack? I mean, it's a little spicy, but not too spicy. What would you, what would you say, Brian? What what or what like what ethnicity would you say pepper jack cheese is to like ethnicity? Oh, that's a hard one. I think it has to be like those spicy Europeans, you know, like the fucking uh, Spaniards. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it has to be like European or something, right? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, that's what I was thinking, but like not fucking England. All these is egg and toast and beans. <laughs> Nastiest shit I've ever heard in my life. The, the spiciest things about Irish people is their language. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I think it would say between either, yeah, either Irish or or Turkish. Ooh. Okay. 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 Turkish. Whoever they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But damn, bro. Um, what a ridiculous way to start the episode. <laughs> Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets, man. I'm happy I didn't smoke in the week because if I smoke weed, I would have been off it. But I'm probably going to smoke weed <laughs> when I um start the nicotine part. Okay. Because it's very crucial. Well, now let's get to some real news, right? Let's do it, my guy. Yeah. I'm going to actually... Uh, hold on one second. 
Count it down, Brian. Uh, Javi. One. <laughs> Two. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I counted one second. You mind doing this for like a couple minutes, man? <laughs> sideways, though. Sideways. However you want to do it. Now, Brian's going live right now on Instagram. Okay. Oh, okay. But when you when you do it, put it. You can delete this part of the, because this is irrelevant to the Spotify users. <laughs> but put it in the caption like at Earth My Matter Pod. We gotta get more followers on this motherfucking podcast yeah. Instagram wise. So, all right. So now we're back to the news, and we're talking about. You ready? Yeah. It's going. Yeah, you have one viewer right now. Nice. <laughs> so we're gonna p- talk about Pornhub accountability. Okay. Now, porn is a very interesting thing in the world, right? Because everybody here has watched it. And if you haven't, you're a liar. <laughs> and I used to have a lot of friends that have been like, I don't watch porn. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Do your thing. But this story was very interesting to me. And as soon as I, um, you can end the live as soon as we finish the story topic. Yeah. But as soon as I saw this topic, I thought it was very like crucial to talk about it. Just because it was very interesting. You know, I love okay. the rowdy news. Now, I'll go into it now. So Pornhub is one of the most visited websites in the world. Yeah. Right? I didn't know that. Uh, recently, it had gathered 14 million videos, both professionally and user generated. And it's owned by the company MindGeek. 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 Did you know that? No, I didn't Did know that. Did you know that, Brian? Yeah. Can I take a shot with you? Oh, hold on. <laughs> so MindGeek is a company that owns Pornhub. And keep this in mind, it also owns a company named Trash Junkie. What do you trash think Trash Junkie. Junkie is? Sounds like uh, like a game company or something like that. Not close, but it's like an ad company. An ad company? So okay. that comes up later. So now, about two and three days ago, it was announced that CEO Faraz Antoon and COO, which stands for Chief Operations Officer, David Tassillo, resigned from MindGeek. Okay. Right? They've been with the company for more than a decade. But they've resigned after the Daily News has had an quote eight thousand word investigation report published in the New Yorker, which I read, and the, the this whole story is based on Monday, alleging that the company has failed to address where videos featuring underage and non-consenting individuals are uploaded. Oh man! So now it's like I know this has been my topics <laughs> that I've been bringing up, but I couldn't stay away from this one because I feel like it's interesting. Now, to go on to the CEO and the CO, MindGeek, they claim this. They claim it has implemented implemented some of the most extensive safeguards in the history of the internet. It went on to cite a National Center for Missing and Exploited Children report, which concluded Pornhub had few instances of child sexual abuse and that it removed all the content, including that, in the shortest amount of time after being notified among all major platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and more. Okay. So it's getting a little interesting because ultimately what we're talking about is Pornhub and they're uploading and their users uploading people that are young and underage. And even like when we get really into the story, like people that are being raped and like underage and really like low level shit, like some real terrifying stuff. Man, I, I wonder like how difficult it is of a job to yeah, like, work at Pornhub or something like that and to you- even try and filter through all of that monitor everything right yeah you're about to find out <laughs> so the the way this article in the new yorker and the, the new yorker is the main article i really apologize for not having the person that has wrote the article and all that stuff but i'm gonna have it at the end but a 30 year old man had been arrested in florida for lewd and lascivious what was it last lascivious mm. lascivious battery know. 
Well, he 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 done goofed of of a fifteen year old <laughs> girl who had been missing for nearly a year. Her family had found opportunity fifty eight videos of her on Pornhub and other websites. The company said that it removed the the content as soon as they were notified. But mind you, I know I'm sorry my words. I'm drunk. Go fuck yourself. If you don't understand me. But she was fifteen year old, fifteen years old, and her content of sexual activity was uploaded on Pornhub. Yeah. So that was removed, but only when the company found out that it was uploaded in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that's a little fishy in general, right? Now, companies like Heinz, what do you know Heinz as? Uh, ketchup. Ketchup, right? And Unilever, what do you know Unilever as? Oh, uh, like a lot of things. Oh, like, uh, shit. You know what Unilever is? Uh, I, I mean, didn't. I, I mean, didn't. I know I know that uh, Ben & Jerry's is a part of them uh, no for, for as one company. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that either. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Unilever mm. owns a lot. They own like soap too and Damn. shit like yes. that. So um, Unilever is a British multinational consumer goods company with headquarters in London. Their products include food, condiments, ice cream, cleaning agents, beauty products, and personal care, and is the largest producer of soap in the world. Yeah. So you knew your shit. Ben and Jerry's motherfucker over here. They taught me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Their products are available in 190 countries, and their large brands include Axe, Lynx, Oh shit, Ben and Jerry's, and I read the funny article. <laughs> this fucking guy, <laughs> Dove, uh, Heartbrand ice cream, Hellman's, Nor, Magnum, the condom, or the ice cream, Rexona, Life Boy, or whatever. Anyway, so Heinz and Unilever Lever have been having their ads on Pornhub, you know, mm-hmm. and they've been critiqued. And again, like I told you, what they just are, they make dove, they also make dove soap, helmets, mayonnaise, and on Pornhub, they promote mostly Dollar Shave Club. Okay. Which I'm sure we've both heard of, right? Javi and Brian yeah. right So now I'm, I'm curious to ask, like, what, what do you think about advertisements on porn websites? Well, I mean, I kind of see it as like ads as on like any sort of other website. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, take it as you will they're needed for websites to run that's how they make profit and that's how they're able to survive and keep going Mm -hmm. um but you know ads also still really fucking suck and they're uh very almost perverted in in their own uh ironic way that's actually a good ass point you just made like they kind of like budge themselves in there without you wanting them yeah and it's just it and especially for younger people and stuff like ads can be so uh, bad for for a young mindset and yeah. with this whole idea of like especially like the ads that you might see on Pornhub of like oh dick pills and <laughs> shit like that and whatever <laughs> it's like yo man no you did that's right because it's, it's like it, to a younger audience it's like saying to you you are not uh, the standard what the standard is should be you know what I mean or yeah, this or that it's just you need like telling kids that like yo man get these pills your dick will be massive all <laughs> bitches the will, will love, love you, you. <laughs> <laughs> give me some knuckles <laughs> <laughs> well it's true and I mean regardless of just Pornhub like and this is a funny issue to talk about but it's it gets real fucking crazy because, man, this article is like a thousand pages long. This, I was reading, I was like, oh my God. It's like a manifesto? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and But you're absolutely right. And regardless of just Pornhub infiltrated ads, it still goes to the point of just advertisement. advertisements find their way in any crevice of free uploading, especially YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's why I pay for YouTube Premium because I hate ads. Yeah, I have, yep. I have premium. Yeah, you well. ever have somebody like, let me show this video? And then it's like, <laughs> yo, buy a nerf gun. It's like, no, bro, just show me the fuck. Use my YouTube. 
<laughs> so aside from Unilever, who promotes and has Dollar Shave Club, Heinz, the ketchup maker, they also have ads on Pornhub. They also make beans. And they also make Capri Sun. Uh, well, no, Heinz also make beans. And Heinz also makes Capri Sun. Oh, they also make Capri Sun? Isn't that crazy? What the fuck? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bunch of semen in your Capri Sun. And, uh, Bunch of beans in your Capri Sun. <laughs> at what point they had a campaign on Pornhub that said hashtag food porn. That's pretty appropriate, though. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So uh, the spokesperson for Dollar Shave Club said it promotes to Pornhub because, quote, it has guys' backs. And that's I just realized how funny that was because when you think about it like back hair, but also like uh-huh. pornography, you know. And uh Unilever that has Dollar Shave Club within the company said that it would distance itself from advertising on Pornhub after this whole like article came out that they advertise on it. And that Dollar Shave Club has independence to say such things and do such things, even though they were unaware of it. But Unilever okay. is still this big like umbrella over these companies that are advertising where they choose to now now mind geek back to mind geek because mind geek owns pornhub okay and for yeah. every guy listening to this yeah mind geek owns pornhub and we don't really consider who owns what company in terms of like not even just pornhub but when we look at like xbox and you were telling me about the like blizzard and this and that like mm. there's a lot of uh like tracebacks to what really does exist with companies same thing with stakes, same thing with stakes. what do you mean yeah. by stakes brian so stakes means that you could own a percentage of a company. Like LeBron James oh. owns uh, Liverpool, right? Liverpool. He owns one percent. Okay. Bought it for six million. So his return profit right now he bought it in two thousand sixteen. He bought it for what? Yeah, six million. Right now it's worth a hundred million. Oh wow! My dumbass thought he meant stakes like red meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm yeah. an idiot. I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. You're a fool. <laughs> You're a fucking fool, man. Sorry. (laughs) I love steaks. Uh, MindGeek, uh, the company employs around 1,600 people and the online platform it owns, which include Pornhub, RedTube, YouPorn, and Brazzers, received approximately 4.5 billion visits each month in 2020. According to the company's spokesperson, and this really blew my mind, that doubles Google and Facebook combined. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's porn, it's sex, it's porn, yeah, yeah. Like, but porn, it's still, it's still porn pretty crazy. Runs the internet, but like, porn but, has created like some of the high, like high tech and uh, um, innovations that we've seen for in sure. history. But I also think this otherwise. It's not porn that has done that to people. I think that people have sexuality within them. And I think that there's this misconception that only men look at porn. I don't think that's true. Oh, I mean, you know, like no, I think woman I, and man and non-binary and this or that watch porn every day of their lives. You know what I'm trying to say? And yeah, no, I mean, definitely, it's just obviously, like the stats don't lie that more men do yeah, watch yeah. porn That's than a fact, women. Though. That's a fact. Um, but it's just, yeah, like fucking porn has has created some of the greatest things in tech. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, amazing. People have done so much just to jerk off. Is uh. <laughs> I don't know if this applies at all, but my drunk ass nature versus nurture. Does that make any sense? Uh, nature. Nah. But think about know. it. It's like, like sexuality is within us. Right. And the nurture is kind of like the websites that provide us with that. Like, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess if you put it more in the aspect of like for younger uh, minds, mm. like who 
are grow up with porn mm-hmm. like uh, versus meaning everybody this day and age yeah but even then like before the internet what did they have playboy yeah uh, hustler but, yeah but those are also feel like more more difficult to get like Every kid has a fucking. But they got them. But they got them. Yeah, but you have to like you know it's always that idea like <laughs> oh my dad's Playboys or something like that. Amen. So it's like you know every kid has a has a phone and mm. they can just load up Pornhub whenever they want. But what about like like people in the twenties just want to look at some titties? They just look at some titties. They probably go to the fucking like showgirls <laughs> like artists uh, that just draw titties <laughs> and like oh my god that's just crazy. Honestly, it was probably harder to see titties back in the 20s. I don't think so, man. Titty 20s. (laughs) What would you see? If you were from the 20s and you're alive still, you're 140 years old, please come on the podcast. (laughs) And don't show us your tits. (laughs) Please, though. Please. Show Brian your tits, but not us. You saw an egg? X. X? X? Oh, that's a great movie. X with Kid Cudi in it. But that was a great movie. And I will say to this day that Evil Dead is a product of X. Seriously. And, you know, I've only just watched Evil mm-hmm. Dead. You're a big fan. Um, I really think, and that's just my impression as a, like a new viewer to Evil Dead, which is a fucking fantastic movie. And even Evil Dead too. even though I got to get a, give it like a little <laughs> like, you know, I think that both those movies are just beautiful. And, man, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that, like, this podcast has allowed me to watch both those movies because that was nice. awesome. And so now I'm going to continue with the porn story and, and it does get more dense because now I know like, you know, porn is funny. Ha ha ha. Sex is funny. Ha ha ha. But it's also taboo in, in America and Europe. Not so much. Europe is more so free for in mm-hmm. terms of like sexuality, sex, all that stuff. Now, Mind Geek is registered in Luxembourg, but its main office is in Montreal. Around the 60s and 70s, there was a lady called Tracy Lords. Basically, she was in a bunch of like xxx films like you know porn films and stuff but later it was found out that she was 18 and before that on their age oh man so like all her films have been like but she's been in the movies cult movies such as john waters crybaby nowhere and blade oh wow yeah blade is a good movie so in 1988 congress passed u.s code 2257 requiring producers to document that their performers were 18 or older so that's a good thing Hmm. you know yeah but today, and this is a quote, MindGeek relies on the same legal statute that Mark Zuckerberg cites when defending Facebook from charges that it allows proliferation of disinformation, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996, when I was born, which states that, quote, interactive, interactive computer service, end quote, cannot be treated as a publisher of information provided by a third party. This what this means is that when tube sites are confronted with complaints about videos depicting rape, sexual images of children, revenge porn, and other content uploaded without consent, they can claim that they are not liable. Right, because uh, it's sort of like a free speech kind of platform. And you idea. used our tool to upload your stuff. Yeah, you know, so that's interesting. But uh, it's kind of it's kind of funny because when later later on I'm going to talk about the jewel and nicotine thing, and this all transferred over to the jewel thing, which is funny. For Not a second, funny. I thought you said Jew and nicotine. Thing. I was <laughs> like, damn, what the fuck? I don't even know if Jews smoke like that. <laughs> but if they do, uh, <laughs> to my Polish. <laughs> anyway, there. This this is really weird. You remember the uh, Buffalo shooter? Anybody watching right now on this shit? Uh, right now, oh, scooch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Some scooch. So, you know the Buffalo shooter? 
Uh, like, yeah, the, the one that recently happened. Yeah. yeah. He left an 180-page document um, as a shooter that was racist as fucking Buffalo. But he included a rant about the harms caused by pornography and a list of executives at MindGeek. Hmm. And Pornhub intervals... It, basically, he he basically included executives and mind geek who own Pornhub, and Pornhub interposed with anti-Semitic imagery. So hmm. that's actually kind of interesting that like he would involve that because he planned out to shoot black people at a supermarket regardless. But he also uh, involved like anti-Semitic speech. And I remember a long time ago when I was by Columbus Circle, there was a whole protest saying that Jews would take over the media. In the world, and and that's just the whole thing, I guess that that just continues on with the world. But anyway, uh, sites like Pornhub, um, they make a lot of money off ads. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, any any site that has ads, that's how they make their money. Seriously, and if ads want to sponsor us, (laughs) (laughs) but Pornhub, (laughs) Pornhub come through, bro. No, but this this is interesting because it really gets down to like what you think as a human compared to what the actions of a website like this have proposed, right? Because often women who find videos of themselves having sex with like former boyfriends or partners, they don't consent to being filmed or they don't even know that the videos would be uploaded or filmed in general. Okay. Yeah. So when they file complaints, and this is when it gets pretty serious, uh, it takes days for responses that aren't automated and are then, and when they do respond, like actual human beings from Pornhub, they tell the woman, like, can you confirm your identity? Hmm. And then they say, after this long process, that they're taken down, but then the videos are uploaded again. And they're either uploaded again in the same exact mannerism, or they're uploaded, like, in snippets. So there's still a lot to be viewed. And a lot of women that, like, have this happen to them, and, and mind you, this article began with the woman that was, like, in a pseudonym called Rachel, Okay, and she like was living a terrible life. Like, like it's kind of like that Black Mirror episode where she was just threatened to make more videos of herself sexually or more up videos of her in the past would be uploaded. And this went from undressing to like masturbating in the mirror, like and et cetera, et cetera. But she was being blackmailed the whole time. Oh man, and she didn't sleep. She didn't like who's she her- being blackmailed by? Some random person on the internet. Not even like somebody she used to have like relations with. It was just some random person. Man, what a piece of shit. Yeah, man. And then with her, like, in the article, her mom would come up and she'd be like, are you okay? And she'd be like, yeah, I'm okay. But in reality, she was just kind of, like, sinking soulfully. Man. You know? And it, it's it's very tragic. So, often the people that uploaded these, like, videos without consent, they go unpunished. Or when they are punished, they face only misdemeanors. Hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say, is that, like any kind of like official offense at all like uploading this kind of stuff i wish i wrote down the exact offense but the offense that is actually like they're faced with like the like revenge porn and stuff like that it's all misdemeanors which is crazy because it's like a long-term effect in terms of negativity and like it's fucking sad man no i mean to an extent but these people weren't because they had all the people that were like suing the ex-boyfriends and stuff they uh-huh. were suing but the most they can get were misdemeanors that's uh-huh. the saddest thing about it and they, they were speaking with actual lawyers and stuff like that so oh, now MindGeek who owns Pornhub again their policies say that they forbid uploading content that features child sexual abuse that reveals personal identifying information such as names and addresses 
And mind you, th- these people that I've mentioned, and I will mention forward from here on out, they've included the names of their own name, their addresses, and their children's name, and their family's names. Wow. So, like, they're just covering their own asses, but I'll read it again. Quote, MindGeek's policies forbid uploading content that features child sexual abuse that reveals personal, personally identifiable for information such as names and addresses or that is obtained without consent. Now, you were telling me that, like, people overview this content, right? And these people are called formatters, like F-O-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-S, right? Now they're paid. Tell you this? <laughs> no, not not. You didn't tell me, but earlier you were saying like people have they have to revise these videos before they're uploaded on like a Pornhub and the internet and stuff. Oh, I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are those people, and they're paid about thirty thousand dollars a year. And just simply what they said, they said they were traumatized by what they saw, and they've seen videos of uh, depictions of rape, child sexual abuse, and torture of animals. And they've also seen cases involving minors. Those videos have been taken down. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So when people are uploading these, like, dreadful videos, like kids and all that stuff, or rape and everything, the videos will get taken down. But the, a former employee said that they couldn't and didn't lo- notify law enforcement. That instead, they said uh, that the uploaders, that they use virtual private networks to disguise their identities and locations. Hmm. So if you were like to forward that location, they would blame somebody like us, like random people that wasn't yeah. the actual uploader. That's crazy. Yeah. And then the former employees were like, let's just block IP addresses. Let's just like stop these people from like uploading. But the higher ups at MindGeek who own Pornhub, they said that this would discourage users from uploading. Basically, they said you can upload as much things as you want. Just take them down. But we rather them being able to upload and we take it down rather than discourage them from uploading in general. Hmm. So their example was saying that you could upload a video of a beheading a hundred times that the formatters would just disallow the upload a hundred times, but you're never banned. Because if we banned you, it would stop the uploading process. I don't know, man. That, That's that, sick. Yeah. It's that, sick, man. Like it, it kind of makes me think of a, uh, almost like what Elon Musk is trying to do with Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to really like make it sort of this wild west of just like Ooh, do whatever the fuck you that. want. And but, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a movie called Eight Millimeters, right? By Nicolas Cage. And so what he does is that um he's a detective. Okay. Movie, he's a detective, right? And um he is contracted by a rich woman to find out what happened to his husband. Okay. And in this deep search as a detective, he finds out that um, he's into snuff films. Snuff films being that you kill a person while you're having sex with them, and he records it. So it's Pornhub, right? Now, there's another movie called Megan is Missing. And what's it called? Megan is Missing. Megan is Missing. And in the show, it shows about this. Literally, it's a bunch of... It's it's a first person documentary. Meaning by first person is that it's documented in the by webcams of her. So the FBI was able to pull up all the webcams that she had with her best friends and stuff like that. Like NSA type shit. Exactly. And um they were able to pull up all her webcams and stuff like that and see how she was able to be abducted. Abducted. And so what happened was is that she met a guy online and this guy uh kidnaps her 
and and tortures her very sexually and has ways with her very sexu- sexually. Now he uploads, as Frankie said, to a porn website. And in the documentary, Megan is missing. They show the fact that it was uploaded. Okay, it was uploaded, but after it took two weeks for them to find out that it was it was actually in the comment section that they said like, "Yo, this isn't porn. This is just torture. This is rape. This is kidnapping." To the point of the fact that they had to take it down, and it took two weeks. So after two weeks, people were watching this, whether it was live or the videos were showing. And again, the movie's called Megan is Missing, and and Megan, the girl that got kidnapped, she and I'm gonna spoil this movie because spoiler, <laughs> I, I'm gonna spoil this movie because it's so crazy, and I feel like. In this platform in which you have a podcast and you have a bunch of viewers. Awesome. Yeah. No, I I think that um there was this uh her best friend who was trying to so so like desperately trying to save her, trying to get get information on her. She her she herself gets kidnapped by the same guy that kidnapped Megan. Oh man. That's and, crazy. And she gets tortured, she gets sexually raped, and there's devices and she gets uploaded. Through the, through the same profile, right? Because again, it's like you're not gonna, uh huh. You're not gonna get, you're not gonna ban the person, right? Wow. Now, mind you, in cybersecurity, and this is something that you could backtrack about. Uh, when it comes to cybersecurity, you could fake any IP address. That's real. Mm-hmm. Like any person that's seen Mr. Robot, any person that has studied uh, cybersecurity can easily um, fake their, fake their IP, IP location. You know, the best way, if you go to the dark web, the deep web, right? They, they tell you the best way to do it is to go to a cafe, use a Wi-Fi, and because nobody could track your IP, right? Because it's a Wi-Fi. You know how many people use the Wi-Fi in a, in a, cof- in a coffee, uh, coffee address, right? Yeah. So in Mr. Robot, the way he catches that pervert in the first episode, right? And I know I'm the, going like... The best episode. A lot of people like Mr. Robot. I only like the best, the first episode. <laughs> Everything else is boring as fuck to me, but it's a good show. Yeah, so um, so in, in the first robot, he's able to cache a guy because he was to track his IP address. Now he's able by domain, and mind you, I don't, I, I only know like twenty percent of of cybersecurity. I only know twenty percent, but that meaning like I have friends that have, have done cybersecurity, and therefore they're able to say like, oh, I'm able to like um hide my my IP address, you know, go through torts and stuff like that, which is the easiest way to go through the deep web or you know the dark web, and. Porn is the gateway, and, and and when he was mentioning Pornhub, you know, I, I thought back to that documentary for Megan is missing and stuff like that, and it's saying like you know how they won't ban. It's like the question arises, like you know, like people who have these desires and bringing up the Swiss cheese man, right? Like, what if he had that? Uh, Swiss cheese man did nothing wrong. He he just fucking <laughs> in the dairy. I, I feel like people misunderstanding the Swiss cheese man. If he didn't sexually assault nobody, he just oh. fucks with cheese fetishes and fetishes. What, what I just want to say that if, if the glove doesn't fit, don't listen, fuck with the cheese man. Listen, I, I don't even remember what I read from that article because I'm fucking drinking and shit. But don't you dare fuck with my cheese man unless he's a creep because women complained about him. I'm not trying to fuck the cheese man. All right, I don't want anything to do with that dude. <laughs> nah, man. But no, in all seriousness, so uh, for for the for the whole Pornhub thing, like yo, like um, every day, and maybe if you want to do your research, if you want to see into it, we do our research. No, but if if you want to continue it to the point where, like, even after this, go to the new uploads. 
right? Because in the movie, Megan is missing. They tell you to go up to the new uploads and see how many women are being raped and, and categorized into yeah. the whole point of like, or forcible rape because that's a fetish. You know, uh-huh. and then you'll see now like there's a bunch of women being uploaded every day through either sex slavery, slavery, whatever, modern day slavery, whatever you want to call it. But they're being raped and they're being shown yeah. and they're being drugged. You know, it's a big thing in the, in our culture now. And um, yeah, if you want to do your research, just go up to the, the newly uploaded and you'll see it. And I remember I did it once after that movie. And I, I can never go back to like you, porn. You looked up rape. <laughs> no, I'm kidding with you. <laughs> but after that movie, I it, it sparked my curiosity, and I did it, and I was just like, yo, I got so horrified that like, yo, it was just it's like I, I've seen a bunch of videos, but you know, like in terms of like like bad and like very dark videos. And, you know, like, again, like, I know, like, in the previous episode, you see, uh, Frankie has mentioned that, you know, he's seen guys getting chopped their head off by the cartel and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and if I may say, that's one of the most traumatized videos ever. Like, I still think about that to this day. And it's only because I don't, I mean, it's not like I don't, this is going to sound wrong. It's not that the chopping of the head that traumatizes me. It's the sound of the voice of a Latino man that reminds me of my own family that upsets me. Like, whenever mm. I hear the guy screaming for his life. That's what upsets me. Because when I hear him scream, I hear my father, I hear my uncles and my other family. If I may be realistic about it. And uh, but for me, yeah, when I saw that, I remember thinking I was like, yo, this is this is traumatizing, you know. So it was like literally like and I know as Frankie mentioned earlier, like, everybody watches porn, but after that I, I really couldn't like watch anything for like a good yeah. two years, literally, because a good two days. <laughs> nah, it was literally two years. Like I, I really like it was so traumatizing to the fact that I was just like, yo, is this, this is horrible. This is trash. And if I, um, I'm going to just continue. Uh, fucking. So now I want to get back to Germany, right? And with Germany. So uh, this is something I just read straight off the article. You read what I wrote on that shit, Brian. I wrote that his name is Fischer. P-S-C-H-O-R. How would you say that? I don't fucking know, dude. P P S. P S C H C H O R R O R R P Shore P Shore I guess, the former CEO of Manwin in Germany, he said that governing pornography in Germany, in uh, compared to the US, he said that in Germany they have a twenty four seven hotline to like screen all the people that like do this stuff or like when the upload things are live, and that. He said, uh, Shore was surprised by the lack of regulation in the U.S. Quote, it was always interesting for me as a German to see that in the U.S. You'd get ID'd if you went to a bar. If you're not 21, you get in a big trouble. But if you went to a, to a porn website, all you have to do is click, yes, I'm 18, and you're in the realm of dirt. Yeah. I think that's a very interesting way. I don't know anything about, like, European porn control, this and that, but... They have There's a whole a, different system. I mean, I, I'm also kind of thinking about um, our conversation that we had pretty recently of like sort of age consent and yeah, things yeah. like oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, uh, in Europe, um, like the age of consent is like uh, lower, I think. Cause, yeah. uh, um, there's and, this- and, and Europe is less. They, they And I agree with this to an extent, not the age consent, but I'm saying like in terms of observing sex is less taboo. Because in U.S., we are way too like stringent on like sex altogether as a subject and as a activity. I think so. But continue what you were saying. Yeah, no, I mean, there, uh, I was just thinking about this movie. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's called Copenhagen. SpongeBob. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the SpongeBob movie slaps. Oh, so. D. The first one. 
There's only one, right? No, there's like there's there's three. There's three. There's a trilogy. Better than Star Wars. Hey. What continue what you say? There's this movie called Copenhagen. Um mm. and it's about this uh American dude uh who uh, who's like uh what are people from Denmark? Uh uh annoying. Danish. Danish. Nah, annoying. I'm sorry, Denmark kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he goes to Denmark or something like that. And, um, uh, he's, uh, trying to get in touch with his family, but, uh, he meets this girl that, uh, this local that's kind of helping him around town and stuff Mm -hmm. and they start hitting it off and they find, he finds out like, uh, but I I forget if after, before, after they kiss or whatever, but he finds out that she's 16. Mm. And um, immediately he's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. But she's like, hey, like, this is okay here. And so the whole movie, it's like them kind of like. Like, what do I do? She's 16. The whole movie is just pretty much that. It's just like the two of them together. uh, I think of Little Miss Sunshine. I don't know if you ever saw Little Miss Sunshine. No, I missed out on that. May I spoil like one scene only? Okay. All right. So it's not, I'm I'm not complaining about it because it's a comedy, right? But Little Miss Sunshine includes Steve Corral and some other people that are famous. Mind you, I think that movie's good. I don't want to hate on that movie. And if I was some liberal pussy, I would be like, oh, <laughs> but I always think that there's a scene where basically she does what like that show Toddlers and Tiara does, where basically it has a young girl dressed up in a bikini or like a, you know, very suggestive outfit dancing in front of a stage of people. Okay. And it, to me, it's like, when I saw it, I was, I was more so just... I was like, hey, this is whatever. Like, it, it was done comedically, so it's kind of funny. But I never thought Talos and Tiaros was a good show in general. And I thought it was kind of horrifying. And even that concept that, you know, you kind of hate on religion. People hate when women dress not as a woman, but they let their fucking 10-year-olds dress in, like, bikinis and do suggest quote suggestive dancing and stuff like that. It's weird, but Little Miss Sunshine has a scene like that. And again, I, I think it's a funny scene because it's done comedically. And you know, no, like if you're getting mad at com- comedians, you're the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like I seen somebody that we all know get complained about uh, comedian Ricky Gervais for making fun of trans people. And it just sounds like Dave Chappelle making fun of trans people. And it makes it sounds like any comedian making fun of anything. Obviously, they're joking, you know. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting mad at your actual politicians and involving yourself into changing the world, you're getting mad at entertainers that are just trying to make light of a real situation you know that's just my opinion <laughs> but i digress <laughs> but if you want to say something i'm gonna continue this no no I'm- yeah <laughs> that was a b-hole if, if i ever said so <laughs> ricky Gervais is a funny motherfucker chill the fuck out anyway <laughs> do you know what exodus cries exodus cries nah so they've taken aim not only at non-consensual consensual pornography, but more broadly of what it calls hashtag, uh, hashtag this world, quote, porn culture, unquote, which it argues, and I agree, uh, leads to hypersexualization and objectification of women and makes sex trafficking and other crimes more likely to occur. I agree to the hypersexualization and objectification. I don't agree to the trafficking stuff, and you'll see why later. Now, mind you, this is Exodus Cry, right? They seem to have making a good point. Now, let me read you this. Exodus Cry is a Christian non-profit advocacy organization seeking the abolition of the legal commercial sex industry, including pornography and strip clubs and sex work. 
as well as illegal sex trafficking. And it has been described by the New York Daily News, the rap, and others as anti-LGBTQ with ties to the anti-abortion movement. Okay. Very interesting, right? So the same people that are saying, hey, fuck strip clubs, fuck porn, they're also saying, fuck gay people and fuck abortion. Yeah. So when do you draw that line of saying, hey, like, what do you advocate and what do you not advocate? You know, now, in March 2020, members of the Canadian Parliament asked the government in a letter to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to investigate MindGeek, the Pornhub owner, right? And then launch a parliament, what is it, parliamentary investigation. And MindGeek registered for the first time with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and turned over more than 13,000 videos of suspected child sexual abuse material on my phone. Um, Most major tech platforms are already registered with that organization, NCMEC. Facebook made more than 20 million reports to the agency in 2020, and MindGeek hired the firm law firm Kaplan, Hacker, and Fink to conduct a review to that company uh, to build a stringent content compliance program. Okay. Right? Hold on, let me put this shit right here. Uh, they can't, you want to hold it or should I put it right here somewhere? We holding uh, a phone to Instagram Live. We got like one viewer, but it's good that people see this shit. You know what I'm trying to say? Because all the viewers, as far as men come, oh, this is, I mean, hey, like somebody waved this. Shout out to Ashley. Everybody watches porn. <laughs> you know, if you don't, you're lying. Uh, I'll put it right here. This is glass. Okay. All right. They can't see nothing, but I hope it's using now, on December 14th, MindGeek announced that it will require users to verify their identities through a third-party website before they uploaded videos, and that it would disable millions of videos from unregistered users. In a blog post, the company argued that its policies were now more stringent than those of all its peers, including Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Okay. Now, this is where it gets a little, like, kind of too dark. A woman by the name of Beth was raped by an uncle when she was 10. She found those same videos of that rape two years later on Pornhub. Oh. A woman by the pseudonym of Caroline spent two months begging Pornhub to remove videos of her sexual assault at age 15, in which she was screaming and had a bloody nose. Wow. 30-plus women filed to ensure the regulation of adult sites like Pornhub hoping that they would make the process more strict and safe. But the judge said they must file individually. Visa, this is a, this is the last thing I'll say because it's a long story. Pornhub, I mean, Visa and MasterCard, they said, we're not going to fuck with Pornhub no more, right? Okay. And they said they wouldn't conduct transactions on Pornhub anymore. But Traffic Junkie, who controls the ads like Dollar Shave Club and Heinz, mm-hmm. they still work with Pornhub. So, when you go to Pornhub and you want to use MasterCard or Visa, you can just go through Traffic Junkie, which Traffic Junkie, which MindGeek owns, and still use Visa and MasterCard. So, it'll still get accepted if you use yes. it on Pornhub. Yes. Basically saying that we're not going to work with them. We're going to work with a different company, which is owned by them. And then you can still use your Visa or MasterCard through Traffic Junkie. I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like... How do you prevent, yeah. like, how do you even, like, 
just completely block uh, transactions from an entire card on a site like that. I agree. And and now I, I forgot to ask you this because I, I didn't want to. I forgot what I did. Like for me, it was this like, do you disagree with advertisers being on on like adult sites? I mean, I, I disagree with ads in general. And ads in general, but <laughs> but advertisements are allowed to be on any site, no? Or is that like what you think they aren't supposed to do? You want to put the phone right there? But like, I for me, it was that like people promote sex workers all the time. So I feel that it's the dirty bunch that's blurring the actual, if that makes any sense. I mean, I what, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? It's the pedophiles and the abusers and the domestic violent people that are worsening the people that actually make money off Pornhub and like other sites, aka people that are using sex like strippers and uh, prostitutes and this and that, that people usually advocate for, you know? It's like cops, right? Cops, there's like the shitty cops that ruin everything for all the good cops. So do we take that? Because one thing that I was reading... Is that if they took down Pornhub, they would make a lot of sex workers lose money. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the people that are suing, even the ones affected, are saying, We don't want to take down Pornhub. We just want to really get rid of the ill motherfuckers that are ruining everything and make rules more stringent for the ones uploading. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the solution is to get rid of Pornhub. Yeah. Um, like, uh, and again, it, like I was mentioning before, it kind of makes me think of like Elon Musk and Twitter again, of yeah. just kind of like how uh, the, it's this uh, controversial like platform at this point where it's like it's free speech, but at what cost? That, that, but that's what I think about the statues getting taken on because it's just like it's concealment of history, but of what cost? You know, like at what cause do you not want people to understand that this has happened in the past? And for some people, for not knowing that this has happened in the past, won't that cause it to happen again? I mean, I think a concealment of history um, uh, isn't necessarily uh, in in line with like, um, with say, uh, girls' videos getting uploaded on onto Pornhub mm-hmm. or anything, because that's happening now. That like the, these people are being affected by this stuff, like in the present. But what about the Larry Nassar guy that we spoke of like two weeks ago? He was abusing gymnastic girls then, and they've changed all the rules for it not to happen well, again. That's he started then, but he continued all the way up until he got caught. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, uh, what's in general, E. Lee? Did all he did until he got, you know, like not caught. He'd been caught for doing what he did. But then we recognize that this is a wrong thing. We should reform the world. I mean, I'm just saying that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it. I I don't think history is too much of a conversation within this is is mostly the big idea. It's ongoing right now. It's just like it's it. It's just kind of this is our present situation. True. We we are just in the making, though, in the making for like. Not this is not just this year. This is it, like it, it's years. it's just an ever growing issue with uh with the rise of the internet as mm-hmm. we see and just things like that. Because going back to what I said, it's like back back in the day before the internet, like you had Playboys and whatever. But even then, those were more difficult to get if you were underage. Any underage kid can watch porn on their phone mm. in a second. Yeah, like literally milliseconds. So watch that shit. it's just it, it's 
extremely accessible, almost too accessible, mm. and it, it it's kind of like the Wild West. It yeah, is, it is. It is. It's, I, I I agree heavily with that because you're right. Regardless of how hard it was to get those like hustler magazines or Playboy magazines, that is still like compared to that nowadays, it's just literally a click of a button. Yeah, not even joking. Like, it's just. Yeah, I mean, you, and, you and could, not just you could probably install a button on your computer to launch Pornhub. And and the funny thing is that like not the funny thing, <laughs> it's not funny at all, but more so, like it's not even just porn. Like it's more so just like hate speech, uh, like violence, and the list just goes on and on. It gets worse and worse, you know. And no, you you know it is kind of funny. Imagine mm. uh, putting that documentary that Brian uh, uh brought up on Pornhub. Like, <laughs> but but a lot of people bring that shit on Pornhub. You know, like I even see like snippets on Instagram where they'll put uh like a USC fight where somebody gets killed. And then, like, say it's, like, Joe versus Ben, right? And then they'll put it on Pornhub. And say Joe kills Ben in the UFC fight. And they'll put it on Pornhub. And they'll be, like, Joe demolishes Ben. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost a joking. Um, damn, I don't even. I didn't even. I've, inc- I've included my notes. But, um, I mean, now, now Pornhub is working more towards, like, uh, regulating and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it. Because. And I again back to Twitter. It's mm-hmm. like I I know that with them they used to sort of have people uh, uh monitor tweets um uh personally, mm-hmm. but as soon it's as they got too though. big, it was impossible to ever really do that. I'm similar uh, with Facebook as well, mm-hmm. but it's just I don't know. Um, it, when you're as big as Pornhub, how do you regulate something like that? But do you at that point do you give in or do you work harder to to regulate because? I know, I know, like, we, we have different stances on Elon Musk and, like, the whole Twitter thing, but take out the name Elon Musk and just say freedom of speech because at the end of the day, it's not even about this person or that person or, like, left or right. It's about saying, what, what do we abide, right? The Bill of Rights and the Constitution and stuff like that. And, if, and when you say things that are broad as freedom of speech, when do you cut those things off? And when you cut those things off, like, are you allowing actual freedom of speech, you know? And and when does freedom of speech stop? You know, and and I know that then people may be like, oh, but then it's just saying, oh, abortion is illegal now, right? To the states that are leaving it illegal because Roe v. Wade doesn't illegalize all abortion, but it allows states to make up their minds for which states mm-hmm. can allow it, right? But then they're saying like Plessy versus Ferguson and all that stuff, like real issues that may escalate from Roe versus Wade, right? So can't you compare that to freedom of speech and freedom of gun ownership? You know, like there's a level to all that stuff, you know, and uh, I don't I think that people should evaluate that, but they're not. I know abortion is a real issue and I'm not saying that it isn't. But at what point do you draw the line of saying that, oh, you can't say this no more? And what is that America anymore? Is that some other country? You know, well, I mean. I think that's just a question that we're trying to answer every day in this country because yeah. like it, I, and it just kind of goes back to the, the internet and this idea where now um, 
as we move into the web three space of the internet where metaverse um, type shit uh yeah because uh web three because uh, what is web three because uh, uh the idea of like web three and whatnot is um when the internet first started we had web one which they consider read where all you could do in the internet was read things mm. and then web two was introduced where you could read and write and that's like the age of social media and stuff like but now that. it's visual and, and contact and read and write well, uh, now now Web they're three. saying now they're saying a uh, Web three is read, write, and own because mm. of the fact that you have things like the metaverse and NFTs and mm. crypto, where now you can own parts Pieces of internet. the internet. Um, oh, that sounds like real life. Well, it is real yeah. life. <laughs> I know it's never not been real life, but in terms of um, how can I say virtuality, right? Uh, you can own a piece of a building, but now you can own an AR section of the world. Right? Yeah, and it's just even even right here for for those that don't know AR that are watching the YouTube, how would you describe AR within this little table? AR, I mean AR stands for augmented reality, yes. so it's just uh you would put on glasses that augment your reality, and you would see what isn't actually present. But if everybody was wearing those glasses, it would be present. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know you for those that are listening on Spotify and go to YouTube, but if you're not. Say me and Javi are across this, let's say, two foot by two foot table, right? And in the center, there's this skyscraper. But if we're wearing the glasses, we can see the skyscraper, right? But if everybody in the world was wearing glasses, they would all see the skyscraper, right? So if everybody from here on out was born with AR contacts, all they would see was in front of them AR-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Life is a simulation. <laughs> Tell me not. Well, well, Oof. you know that definitely b holes uh, what I was getting <laughs> yeah. at. Oh d, oh d. I'm just saying that that's where we're going towards. <laughs> this is a crazy conversation. <laughs> now, I all all I was gonna say was that um, just in terms of like Web three mm-hmm. and uh, free oh, yeah. speech, mm-hmm. um, it 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 it's a real questionable thing where uh we're trying to figure out what that even means in the web yeah. 3 space because like again like like we've been bringing up where do you draw the line of what thing of what kind of things can or can't be said yeah. but we are also talking about things heavy such as rape and uh yeah, yeah. and things like that so it's just yeah. you know there there are definitely some things that that it's pretty unanimous mm-hmm. of like these shouldn't be out there yeah. um but it, it also i think it just raises that conversation of like okay well how do you regulate it and how how is there too much regulation does it become uh overwhelming because that happened of twitter before where um they started regulating people's tweets are just getting removed for no reason and stuff um so it there there is such thing as over regulation yeah i agree and uh over regulation is what i'm worried about the most uh, if I may say the the article that I just read off of, it's actually by um, her name. Her name is uh, and there's a there's a lot more to the article that I just said to you and to the, any viewer or anything. Her name is Sheila Kotakar. This article came out June thirteenth, twenty twenty two, and uh, this this is a lot more even even to the point where, I mean, it just gets crazy. I I'm happy that I didn't include the notes because then we'd just be going like days and days <laughs> on about it. And I know this isn't the issue. I'm sorry, like if you thought any jokes were offensive, but if you did, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> but but um, I've gotten a lot of condensed information about it. But check out the New Yorker for the uh, what's her name again? Um, did you remember? No, me neither, bro. <laughs> 
But I mean, whatever. You could rewind it, and this is her name. But it's a great article. Very long. You close the tab that quick. I did. Damn. <laughs> I did. No bro. respect. No respect. <laughs> but um, it's it's a very serious article. I think it was important. I think it's very important because especially what we're going towards, and like we're gonna talk about like nicotine and vapes and regulation of those things and abortion and stuff. And of course, we're gonna talk about abortion because I know I make a lot of jokes. You know, you we were at the bar the other day. I was making like crazy jokes and all that stuff, but. It's important to talk about all these things. Anyway, that was a heavy ass story. I hope I said everything right. I hope that I don't listen to that shit and all you hear is. Nah, nah, you're good. You're good? good. I was good. You understood everything I said. No, I didn't understand the same <laughs> word you said. I was just nodding my head the entire time. You, you know, you know, uh, when when you're on a date with someone and you're like, you you're you're really uncomfortable. Because all you try to do is clap cheeks it's like the only thing on your mind because you know you can't watch porn yeah. and um hub <laughs> and like you you just start thinking to yourself oh man like you know she's just not that into me and you know i'm getting really uncomfortable now all of a sudden like i can't make any jokes hey, you think i'm not in, i'm not that into her yet and and then and then all you're thinking is like maybe maybe i just need a drink or two or seven <laughs> but then, but then you think, or maybe, maybe I need like, like just a couple of hits of my Nick and I'll be good. But guess what, motherfucker? You can't. You can't. You know why? I don't know. You tell me. <sighs> Jew is banned, <laughs> bitch. And that's what I'm about to get into right now. I just smoke this packs. I like the packs, sponsored by packs. Not really. Um. <laughs> anyway, my thoughts on the whole Pornhub thing. I think it's very disgusting. I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying like, towards the end, but now I'm back to normal because marijuana is a beautiful thing. But Javi, say like five things. Uh, I'm going to tell you five things. One, I'm going to tell you the fact that the Pornhub thing is pretty fucked up. And again, that documentary that Brian brought up that I can't remember the name of, I know it's missing something. Um, missing Sarah Silverman? Uh, no. <laughs> but you guys should definitely check that out. 100%. Um, two, uh, Brian is no longer here anymore and I miss him. You know, we, we, we don't get along too well, he and I, but for some reason I was really digging his vibe while he was here. <laughs> Me there, too. They, I thought he was going to save our whole podcast. They, they, I, I, at, at a certain point, I was like, oh man, you know, Earth, Mind, and Brian yeah, over there. Yeah, like, man. Oh, wow. I like what he has to say, but he just done left. <laughs> you know, and I might go back to hate him because he left. Early. Facts, man. Facts. Like, fuck that he guy. He was drinking the Jameson Triple Distilled uh, from like 1300 whiskey. And then he just left. Motherfucker just got drunk and left. Yeah, man. He didn't even pay you, I bet. (sighs) Well, he will, though. (laughs) He will. $20, Brian. Now you're hearing this, but this is your episode. He'll be like, yo, I'll be on. Oh, Frank, it's $20. (laughs) Um, But that Pornhub situation. And it was when, it was, I'm going to send it to you later because you asked. And um, I mean, I think it was a very, very interesting read. It was super long and the stories within the crevices of the information I told you just get more worse. What a sentence. <laughs> stories of the crevices of information. I told you. <laughs> yeah, man. That's fucking vocabulary right there. <laughs> I just smoked. Anyway, um, I don't know. Any Let's expand that because I feel like it's something that, like right now, funny enough, people may be pausing the episode and just fucking jerking off. <laughs> just fucking going off. Or like during watch a porn, you're like, what? 
<laughs> so so like <laughs> you know what that reminds me of what does that remind you oh, of man? fucking uh in this a, looks like an egg yolk this trick has looked like egg yolk from the end it does look like egg and yolk. i'm so scared of the ending of it and if you can't see it go to our youtube if it matter <laughs> <laughs> but i'm drinking a drink that looks disgusting that does look like egg yolk it does not look uh appetizing, appetizing at all <laughs> Gee, crap. anyway what were you saying now uh, fucking uh achievement hunter mm. uh my favorite youtube channel hey, yo. um the there is this uh one of the guys on, on the team hmm. um he used to be a fan of achievement hunter oh nice um and he once confessed in a video where he was like you know i might have like jerked off with like an achievement <laughs> hunter video in the background and everyone is just kind of like okay jeremy um <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that you could have said like i had my baptism during that <laughs> or this and that but you don't go up to a bunch of girls and be like yo bro i'm like my dick was out <laughs> when now was speaking <laughs> i just had to tell you and they're like anyway let's just uh, no, but jeremy's great <laughs> what do you say what do you say in response i well everyone is just kind of like yeah we we didn't really need to know that jeremy like you know it's good for you pal <laughs> like, i thought it would be like way more shit forward yeah bro seriously though nobody needs to know that shit <laughs> no but um i was i mean i wasn't genuinely surprised but i always feel that uh that stuff was overdue that company is worth so much more actually uh this I remember the numbers wrong, but I know exactly the situation because this is just a serious and uh, not serious, but also a very interesting conversation to have. But a cannabis brand wanted to buy Pornhub for like more than a okay. hundred million dollars, but they were like, "Nah." Hmm. And um, the way the owners and the side business partners like found themselves like in terms of partnership, they were playing in the foosball club. Probably wrong about the foosball, but a certain like thing in college, and they just started up. Uh, they were found guilty of a bunch of tax evasion with the premium service thing. It's so interesting. And I don't know why I don't have this in my notes. Um, I feel like a dickhead because when I looked up the response that MindGeek had to, uh, what's it called? The Daily Mail? Because mind you, <laughs> fucking, you can't write Pornhub in your search thing without <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Look, but when uh, MindGeek responded, they said a whole bunch of things. And they were kind of like shitting on the day, the New Yorker that wrote the article. Oh, wow. Yeah. And let's see if I can find it. Because it wasn't like daily news or something. But they, they were saying that they, they got the information all wrong. And uh, I mean, I don't know who to trust. But I feel like the the one of the founders of Pornhub, like MindGeek and stuff, mm -hmm. their house was caught on fire. Like recently? Uh, Maybe recently. But in the in terms of like now, definitely recently. But in terms of like. 300 years <laughs> i mean obviously <laughs> thank you frankie for for narrowing that down i gotta get the facts right you know you people hate fake news it either happened you know <laughs> recently or never fucking they were saying that they wouldn't pat they wouldn't put it past um like far and it was fun it was kind of like strong they were like people on the internet are very strong so you can't ever uh, put anybody aside but nah, I can't find it. But that's basically what they said. And they were just saying that she's talking mad shit. But I pretty much agree with the New Yorker lady. I'm sure this is not untrue. I'm pretty sure that like, this is common all the time. Then I think of the Josh Duggar guy, the person in 19 Kids Accounting who was finding a whole bunch of this and that. I mean, again, I'm going to say the article, but I to, to like kind of surpass this because it's fucking crazy talk. 
Uh, look it up on New Yorker. Pornhub Accountable. Just look that up. Don't click the links that you don't want to. <laughs> and just really search into it because I think that it deserves, at the very least, attention. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Man, and um, we're only, that, that was only the first time. That was only the, I'm so sorry I'm chatting tonight, but it's <laughs> one of those nights, bro, but. That was one of the first topic. Anyway, my next topic is uh, nicotine and vapes. Can't do it no more. Can't do it no more. Not the jewel at the very least, but you about to find out what the truth is. Anyway, Javi, what is it in cigarettes that causes cancer? In cigarettes, uh, I wouldn't know. What would you guess be? Um, I would say it's probably the tobacco. Well... What's well, actually, I mean, not that you're wrong, but it says, and I'll read it off the bat nicotine, a chemical that occurs naturally in the tobacco plant, does not cause cancer. Okay, apparently, the only thing that causes cancer is the highly addictive properties that make it hard for people to quit using cigarettes. Those things produce smoke that can contain harmful constituents that can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Okay, I didn't know that. Before I read the article, I didn't know that. I would have said tobacco if you asked me. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I do know, because, like, you know, with with as much weed as I smoke and mm-hmm. stuff, um, there's a great line from Prince Daddy, actually, okay. um, where nice. uh, he says something along the lines of, like, a, a doctor says uh, smoking kills. I hope he just meant cigarettes. Facts. And, um, uh, but, uh, like. With, I, I've kind of looked it up myself in terms of how why isn't there much of a correlation of like smoking weed and lung cancer? And it's stuff. the additives to cigarettes and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's definitely that, and uh, also just like the kind of smoke that's produced from uh, cannabis itself is mm. just not the same from like tobacco smoke, kind of like what you're saying right now. Yeah. So it's just the smoke and stuff, and it uh, and any kind of residue it leaves in your body is uh, naturally yes. detoxes itself. That's what I've heard the most. Like so, even if there's a whole clunk of it and this and that like it's still like get rid of it naturally and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it, in general it's not like perfect for your lungs it's not like smoking, yeah. smoking cannabis in terms of like whatever form you do it it's not like you're immune to all yeah. smoke but nicotine and the additives towards nicotine are just so much more worse so much more worse yeah and that I we mean, can both the correlation agree. is there yeah and i'm gonna read you a whole shitload of and of course you probably know these things but uh in terms of cannabis i mean athletes smoke cannabis all the time you know mm-hmm. it's it's just something they should be allowed to do for what they endure but also human beings in terms of society and what they endure just let people smoke weed <laughs> you know yeah. that's why my my conspiracy and strictly conspiracy because i'm not speaking back for facts here is that i think that they're lowering the nicotine count to brace people for the THC they're about to legalize nationally did you tell me this already no but it's one of those things that I always think is gonna happen like I probably already think nah, I feel like you told me this well then fuck this podcast <laughs> <laughs> probably though to be honest yeah, I probably told when, you this. When, when we were at the bar the other night think Frankie think you know what it was it was a snap effect on James and triple this kid whiskey uh, shut the fuck uh, up <laughs> <laughs> fucking I've been drinking this whiskey with this shitty ass mix for the past hour and it's fucking so I'm, picking, I'm drinking oranges right now I hate it but I'm almost done I'm about to drink the Jameson triple the skilled smooth Irish whiskey made by John Jameson himself <laughs> ever since 78 you're not gonna keep going I mean how the fuck is it made by him if it was made in 1780 
Yo, man, he made all of it in 1780. <laughs> a world's worth. <laughs> he made a <laughs> lifetime's <laughs> worth in 1780, obviously. Oh, shout out to him. Anyway, <laughs> so we've bo- uh, so we both found out that nicotine isn't what causes the uh, cancer, but it's the highly addictive properties. But what are your thoughts on TH level being governed by the government in the future when it's all national and legal? Uh, like a... Uh- THC levels even? Yeah Cause that, that's gonna happen I feel that we all Predicted it If you're a pilot You predicted it If you're like not Everyone know, never has smoked weed You're like What? Yeah I mean <laughs> bro? Um, The the biggest concern That I've seen From the community And stuff like that mm-hmm. Is just kind of like Don't let Don't let uh, Weed uh, Be controlled Like cigarette companies Control cigarettes Yeah Because apparently Like, this, like the cigarette industry Is like super shady And just really gross And stuff Yes and, like, I mean it's always been it, like yeah, I I I learned I learned all this like on the Reddit threads, like, awesome. just going I mean, down a fucking rabbit hole. That's cool as fuck. And, uh, that's but cool as fuck, man. Fucking um, yeah. You, I just you mean, you mean the b hole? No, it was on Reddit, so I gotta <laughs> say rabbit hole. B hole is our thing. All right, all right. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> we will venue you ten dollars if you say b hole to us. It, it not really though. We won't really do that. Well, you. well, what I will say is a b hole challenge. Hashtag oh. behold challenge. Hashtag behold challenge. I want you. I, <laughs> we had the pump pour up. <laughs> we, 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 had the, <laughs> we should put our episodes on Pornhub. Hashtag behold challenge. They're going to, mo- the monitor is going to be like, yo, this don't do. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Suggest our podcast to any uh, masturbator. <laughs> Get $70 from Javi. Himself? Um, uh, let's do seven. Just seven. Just seven. Damn, bro, you don't even know what the mistake you're making. If a ten thousand viewer just hit you up for seven dollars, you'd be tight. I mean, y- you know, y- you're not wrong, but you know what? I'ma just bet on the on the fact that uh, <laughs> they're not gonna that, do that. that. They're not gonna do that. The when does it expire? The offer. Uh, uh I'm gonna say it, it expires tomorrow, in, say tomorrow. in in twelve days. Okay, but you gotta pay these motherfuckers that money if it doesn't expire. <laughs> oh man, I hope I hope it catches on. You just homeless. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's a that's a pretty uh, awful thing to wish onto someone, Frankie. <laughs> Not if it gets the podcast up, then we get paid for the podcast, and you, you could be homeless for like ten seconds. And then you're Elon Musk of the Dominican Republic. <laughs> and can, I, can I fly Mosquito. a rocket out of out of the DR? No, no, no. Uh, we all know Hispanics can get NASA license. Uh, no. Come on. <laughs> of course you can. Of course you can. You can go to Marudo. <laughs> Maduro. <laughs> yeah, bud. I fucked with the joke. I fucked with the joke. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Maduro, Marduro. All right. Anyway, the Biden administration said Tuesday it plans to develop a rule requiring tobacco companies to lower nicotine levels. Right? And uh, specifically in cigarettes sold in the United States to uh, minimally or non-addictive levels. They say that in doing this, they would slash smoking-related deaths and threaten a politically powerful industry. So they say, you know, smoking's going to help. And, and and realistically, this whole article and this whole story kind of says the same thing over and over. But then I'll move over to the jewel topics because jewel is kind of a little different from, like, nicotine cigarettes, like the physical fire and shit. Mm-hmm. So 
The FDA intends by 2023 in May to develop a proposed standard that would establish a maximum nicotine level in cigarettes and certain finished tobacco products. And the FDA said that its goal is to reduce youth use, addiction, and death. And they said that if they lowered the nicotine level, many users that are addicted will have a greater chance to quit and young people could be prevented from becoming regular smokers, right? So this is kind of stuff like, oh, for, for sure, right? It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I kind of agreed with that kind of stance. You say that, right? Like, this is kind of like stuff you kind of already assumed. For the most part, yeah. And I would agree, but I think that we've heard more so talk in our lifetimes in terms of like physical cigarettes. But when you think of like, when you think of something like Jewel, Paul, for all these stuff, what do you think about those products and how they promote their products compared to physical cigarettes? Um, well, I feel like they definitely promote their products for a younger audience for mm-hmm. sure. Um, definitely for uh, it. it what, what I've noticed, I, it especially is um, I, I this might just be like the concerts that I go to and stuff, nah, but, nah, I, but, you, but I, I feel like a lot of like younger people that do smoke cigarettes will mm-hmm. smoke like American spirits and things Ooh. like that. Like they won't smoke like camels or 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 Marlboros like. The, those are more like classic in in terms of like for an Strong older audience. tobacco taste and feel. You know, the only time I spoke to an American spirit, it may have been two times. The one time I remember, I was in Puerto Rico and we just picked one off the fucking street and <laughs> just smoked that shit. But I was too drunk to even taste it, Bruh. Yeah, man, it'd be like that. <laughs> well, anyway, about four hundred eighty thousand Americans die of smoking related causes each year. And tobacco use remains the number one cause of preventable death in the U.S. So that's up until 2022. It's not like some, like, 19-2 shit, <laughs> you know? And this would need to occur uh, so that the lowering of nicotine levels would have to occur in the Biden administration. If it wasn't completed now, it would have to be completed by the next president. Okay. So 2024 could say that the next president would lower it. The next president could also just get rid of it completely. Hmm. Obama's Obama's White House, they didn't want to lower nicotine levels. No, okay. But Obama also smoked. Uh, I didn't even know that. No, wait. You know what? I was doing my notes I, and I, shit. I know there's like the picture of like Obama smoking there weed we and go. stuff. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Like as I was writing my notes, I figured like you knew, but you didn't see the you see the pic. Oh, I thought you saw the picture, but I thought you didn't know in general that I was gonna pull up the picture. Yeah, no, I, I just, I didn't know in general. I've seen the picture and stuff, but yeah. uh, uh, Lucas actually uses that picture as his Discord profile. <laughs> That's picture. funny. No way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Easter egg, you hear Lucas coughing in the background. Yeah. He's doing it out of support, not out of dying. So don't call 911. I, I, he's trying to show me something, but I don't know what he's trying to show me. He's trying to show you a cigarette? <laughs> I, I I think he's trying to show me writing, but I don't know. Show us, Lucas. <laughs> you, can you say some things on the show, Lucas? We've already had a guest, Brian. If you if I, mind you, if I may say, and I'ma just say it because I always do, Lucas Photography. How, how do you spell on Instagram? Uh, L-U-C-A-S. No, say it to the mic. Say it to oh, the Oh shit. L-U-C-A-S dot M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z dot D. Complicated, but the best fucking photographer in the fucking world. I swear to God. But what what were you saying right now? Oh, are you busy right now? Say um, say one last thing. Say one last thing. If I, I don't want to enter your voice, I know you said. I got to show Javier something real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's brother. Fried as fuck. Uh, Sunday, yeah, bro. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? On the Lord's day, sometimes you just got to spark up, bro. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you for sparing your voice. Uh, <laughs> even though I know you're not feeling too good. Uh, <laughs> check out whatever the fuck he said Instagram wise. Because if you think you ever seen photography better than his, I'll bet you $10,000 you haven't. <laughs> and Javi would pay for it anyway. <laughs> so, I won't. Uh, but genuinely speaking, I'll send you a dollar for every photo you think is better than his. Because I'm just saying the same flow because it's definitely not. It's definitely not. This is the best photographer that I just spoke. You're blessed to have listen. 50 years from now, thank me later. You know what I mean? Not some Drake shit. You could thank me now. All right. So Guy Bentley, the director of Consumer Freedom at the Reason Foundation, a libertarian think tank, criticized the plan. And I said that I agree with this, but what do you think about this? Cool. In practical terms, the proposal would ban most cigarettes currently sold in America. Combined with the Biden administration's proposed ban on menthol cigarettes, this would amount to an effort similar to the prohibition of alcohol in 1920s and will ultimately fail, he said. Hmm. So uh, this whole initiative that Biden's trying to do is the uh, relaunch of, quote, cancer moonshot, unquote, which aims to reduce the death rate by 50% in 25 years. But what do you think about the comparison to prohibition? I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, I wouldn't say it's a drastic comparison, but at first I thought it was a drastic comparison. I, I just cause, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of vices, but at the same time, um, it makes me think of what kills more alcohol or, or cigarettes. That's a good ass question. Um, that's a good ass question. Cause then it's just kind of like the lesser of two devils. Um, should I Google it? Uh yeah, why not? That's a good ass answer. I I didn't even think about uh, what kills more alcohol or jihad. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Cigarettes, right? That's it. That's it. All right. Well, this is the first thing that popped up. Oh uh, no! But the last said 2016. Well, what's it say for 2016? Oh okay okay. The uh the the Lord's year. It said, while drinking can be a health, smoking is certainly worse. Unlike alcohol at lower, mo- sorry, unlike alcohol at lower moderate levels, there is no benefit to tobacco use at any level. When you smoke, you inhale various chemicals that injure cells, causing both cancer and artery damage. Okay, that's so. pretty fair. But I also feel that, like, I mean, it's tough to broadly speak of everybody, right? But alcohol is definitely. I, I still don't think that cigarettes is worse than alcohol. Only, you don't think? Only in the long term and if it's used as frequently. Like alcohol is the worst and well, sudden. Well, what unf- about like the like the idea of like what, what do they say? Like uh, one cigarette shaves off like how much uh, of like your lifespan or whatever? I'm talking about the responsible user, but not only that. I'm saying what are the real like effects of alcohol to a kidney, to a lot, to cigarettes, to a lung? Well, I mean, if you I don't, I don't know them. Well. If you're if you're a heavy drinker, like if you fuck up your kidney, you're gonna need a transplant Definitely. at some point. Definitely that. But some people that I've known myself personally have had transplants of kidneys and they they've never touched alcohol in their lives. So I think that I hear more people. I mean, I don't even hear of either or. I can't lie. You know, you're right. I, I think that's. Uh, hold on, let me look at it right now for 2022 because I want to know. I want to know. Um, damn, there's no like immediate answer. But you you make a good point. Like, what is it the one that actually makes it? much worse on the physical body first. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would say that like smoking is more damaging than alcohol and in, in sort of like a uh, a general uh term uh, or 
presence um yeah. just because uh like with alcohol and stuff um it it's not as long term it's more sudden though it, it that's what i think that's why i think like most people when they die of like cigarette inhalation right it's not even all of them but it's some of them but i feel like a lot of people that use alcohol they'll have the worst things happen to them in the moment even despite the age so i don't know how to differentiate well, well, I mean, again, it's like even with alcohol, it's like sure you might have some of the worst things happen to you, but uh, I go back to like that idea of the of what they used to say back in the day of like smoking one cigarette shaves off like a certain amount yeah, of yeah, like yeah. your lifespan. So I it's wonder like, how accurate that is, though. So, but the, but the worst ad I've ever seen in Kaufman is one of a cigarette. It was the most. <laughs> it was like lungs with a whole bunch of cigarettes poking out of it. Oh man! Those, oh my! Those ads used to be so gross. <laughs> you know, it's oh, like what the fuck. But I feel they should be just as hard with uh, alcohol. I I mean, because there's a lot of shitty stories. I mean, uh, without a doubt, like like there, like I, I mean, alcohol should be used responsibly. That's what they say. That's, um, and that's what I mean with cigarettes is because. What do you deem responsible in terms of a lifestyle where I understand that the reason a lot of people smoke cigarettes is because they're like they work in real harsh cultures of work, you know, like we've worked in, let's say, fast food. Right. So that type of harshness is give or take. But there's only extents extent of what you're responsible of. Right. But say you work on Wall Street or it's not you're not responsible of this little uh, speck of a whole, whole, let's say, like mud. Drench, right? Drench, right? Trench, right? Like you're responsible of a real thing that impacts a movement of craziness, you know? Like Wall Street compared to this and that. So that's why they smoke a lot more, is what I'm trying to say, you know? But when does stress equate? And does stress only equate when you compare what you've experienced? So say you've worked with CEOs and then you're working with burgers. Do you feel the same stress as you should when you've worked with CEOs? I know it's a long, like, predicament but you know what i'm trying to say like we only compare our stress to what we've experienced so so do we take the stress as fast food workers as that the same way ceos do because that's what they know that's what we know does that make any sense i mean i i i feel like i can't even like argue that because it's just it 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 is what it is because what just we know like, is what we know like there's no denying that so. i never thought about that like i just thought about that myself right now if, if what you know is the highest form of stress you're gonna stress it at the highest form yeah so i'm i mean interesting because like when when you put cigarettes into the mix like cigarettes is definitely something that relieves a lot of stress for people and yeah. like that's and even for people who try and quit and things like that they'll use nicotine patches and shit like that yeah. because those chemicals just like will ease those nerves and things like that yeah. and whatever and i um, smoked these fucking vapes and i love them i told you like i love them shits but i stopped for about two weeks now and i i feel better like physically breathingly and all that stuff but i still crave them like every second and it you know there and i i, th- I think that's why like there's such a conversation about yeah. it because um the and it goes back to kind of what i was saying before i, I feel like uh with these kind of these kind of things like vapes and things like that and mm-hmm. jewels and whatever it's for a younger audience like people our age and younger especially people younger and yeah, i right. and i think um uh 
it 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 even kind of relates to our Pornhub conversation of the accessibility of it. Yes, yes. Because uh, I was fact, thinking the same exact thing. Not to like cut you off, but I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah, because like kids way younger than us are fucking smoking jewels in the bathroom of their of so, their like just, high schools and and middle schools. Just like it was hard to access like a porn a Playboy magazine or Hustle magazine, and how it was easy to access like porn or all that all those websites. Before it was harder to access cigarettes, and now you can just go to like any deli that like would just be with it to sell you it, and get this colorful ass like fruity ass tasting vape, and they'll give it to you, and it's more. I got mango. I got mango. Oh, this is one thing I didn't put. So Twinkies, <laughs> please, if you listen to this, you're a real one. I don't remember half thing I'm saying. <laughs> I do though. Um, but Twinkies released some new cakes. They're not called Twinkies. They're called dollar sign twink coins. Dollar sign twink coins? Yeah, and um, a lot of people are reading them as stink coins, but the whole point of them doing what they're doing was to like be relevant in the crypto world, even though it's... Bruh. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. I don't know. I just look it up. When I read the whole article, I was like, damn, this sucks. But then, you know what the end of the article said? What? You can buy twin coins at Walmart whenever you want. Click this link to buy some. I'm like, this is an ad. <laughs> this is a, I got got. <laughs> at, at the end of the article, some fucking guy jumped, like, jumped out of your phone. It's like, bam, you just fucking got got, Frankie. And I'm like, can I get three packs of twin coins, twin coins, twin coins? Can we, can we get a fan to send us some twin coins? Please. I hope. Fans, send us anything you want. P.O. Box. Fill uh, in blank right 420. here. 420. <laughs> it goes to fucking... Uh, Guantanamo Bay. Do you believe in uh, Area 51? Um, Damn, this is a Beho episode. We got to put like the t- topics and then Beho episode. So this is a Beho episode. It's a good one, though. I didn't slack on the topics. Thank God, because if I did, I would have been chatting. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I believe in Area 51. I, I, I don't feel like strongly either which way about it. I'm just like, kind not, of. Like, not the popular belief of it, right? Not these like crazy animals. What? Oh, man, I got a video that I want to show you, but it's over there of that worm that can spit out a white tongue and then it extends like roots for like in terms of worm a foot long. I, I have no idea what you're talking Check about. Check that shit out. Then we evaluate what you got to say. The sea <laughs> is a crazy thing. But the sea creatures are aliens. I mean, I mean, we don't we like still like 70 percent of the ocean is undiscovered. That's what I mean. Like what is aliens if we haven't even discovered our own turf? I mean, it's like that uh, conspiracy of uh, maybe there are aliens in the sea and stuff, and like they just crashed like way deep and stuff. I've always thought about that. That aliens visit us when we did most like pyramids. Pyramids. <laughs> I I I I've definitely heard of that one of like aliens during the pyramids time, yeah. but I'm always like, I don't know, man. Me like neither. it's just pyramids, I, right? It's not even a big deal. It's more it, so like it, it's like it, I I feel like somebody could have had perfect vision. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they considered a lot of math, and this is a structure where it was like parallel lines of statues cut with the roof, and how like the further you go, it looks symmetrical, and they built it that way. Even though when you approach it closely, it isn't symmetrical. Mm-hmm. But what if somebody was like, "Yo, bro, like from over here." It looks magical and from over there, like no math involved. I mean, it uh it's a uh, computer uh geeks who know it's like PC gamers would know this. Yeah. It's kind of a anti aliasing mm. where um like a it what what you're describing of how like the further you are perspective, uh, right? The further that, you are, the smoother it is. Yeah. Anti aliasing in uh gaming and stuff, um is uh 
uh, because since with pixels and stuff, since pixels are screens, you can't ever have an actual diagonal line. It's always and straight to you. It, well, it's always just like a staircase, essentially, because uh, it's a diagonal line, but it can't ever be diagonal because pixels are square. Mm. So They're anti- never slanted. Yeah, they're never slanted. So anti-aliasing is there to try and smooth that out as much as possible. It's like um, facial recognition, but humanly? Well, it's not facial recognition. It's just like... But you know what I'm talking about. Like, people always try to make faces out of what they see. Not like Siri. Like, I'm talking more like when it comes to, like, human in general like when we when we exist and like even like chimpanzees and stuff one of the things that separates the chimpanzees from human like from like lower life forms is the ability to recognize a face oh well it has yeah. nothing to do with like faces oh, or anything yeah, it's yeah. just like any Structure? line it, just like lines and stuff just any line is like that's diagonal anti-aliasing makes it straight and that and Think of that with the pyramids of just like how it's a diagonal thing, but the further you are away from it, it looks more straight. And I, I just had had that in mind. Thank you for, I, I'm sorry to cut you off so many goddamn times. I, 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 I feel I feel like it was it's kind of going over your head a little, a we, little. But it's okay. But when I'm sober, you're gonna explain it to me, and I'll just pretend I know what you're talking about. No, I'm kidding. No, but actually, actually, fuck it. Where if my matter, let's get this right. So it's a straight face to you, right? But it can never go diagonal. Well, it, it has nothing to do with faces. Okay. But whatever is facing you. <laughs> well, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to the whole hunch back. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> the audience is like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, facts. They're like, this episode doesn't suck that much, actually. Okay. Tell me again. Okay. Mm. So, mm. anti-aliasing. When you are looking at a screen, you mm-hmm. got pixels, right? Okay. Pixels are square. The very small things that make up the whole thing. Yes. Pixels are square. They're okay. no other shape. All right. So, when there's... A diagonal line on the screen. How you say they're square, but they're not in the shape. They, there's, they're just square. What do you mean? Like you said, but the square is a shape. They're no, like I mean, meaning like they're no they're, other shape. They're they're bits of the entirety. They're no other shape than square. Is what okay. I'm saying. Okay. So, um, when you see a diagonal line on a screen, it looks smooth, right? Mm. And it's because uh, for two reasons: anti-aliasing, which is a, a software tech uh, that basically just smooths out that line it makes the uh, illusion of diagonal an illusion of making it look diagonally mm-hmm. and then the second thing is a pixel density because each one screen, is further back than the other well each screen will have uh it uh a certain amount of pixels in it mm. and so uh the more pixels on a screen the further back it is well it, it in a sense that like well, but like not not realistically but like illusionally yeah because like the more mm. pixels there are the smaller those squares will be and gotcha. the smaller those squares there's are, so much more of it yeah the smaller those squares are the smoother it'll and, just look and that's what creates the illusion of diagonal yes but okay so can we delete all the dumb shit i said and just put this part <laughs> in because i sounded pretty smart <laughs> but i finally understand what you're saying i'm sorry it's and, just my dumb answers anyway back to smoking <laughs> You make that choice, have you edit the audio? <laughs> but I understand you now for real. <laughs> okay. Like you know, like about when I see something angry, I'm gonna be like da, 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 pixels and nice man. Thank, thank, <laughs> um, thank you for bearing with me on that last listening session because now I dead ass understand what you're saying. Uh, the 2009 Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act gave the FDA Food Drug Administration the authority to regulate cigarettes, right? including cutting nicotine to minimally and non the levels and under the law fda may have not banned cigarettes or reduced nicotine levels to zero 
So all it's allowed to do is set product standards that dictate components, ingredients, additives, and nicotine yields for cigarettes if those standards are needed to protect the public health. I know that sounds like a whole bunch of jumbo, but they can only cut down as long as they can prove that it will benefit the health of people mm-hmm. in comparison to how much they're smoking and getting cancer and stuff like that, right? Now, again, I write here that the prohibition argument is used, and I didn't even think about it, but it's true. That prohibition, when you think of it as a concept, is pretty much happening in cigarettes if they get rid of menthol cigarettes and lower nicotine levels. Yeah, I'm, and mm. uh, again, I I don't know if I got this point across earlier, but just um, mm. like with the prohibition stuff, uh, we, we we are definitely coming close to it in terms of for cigarettes and stuff. But and it, everything, it, I mean, we're already at it with like uh, psychedelics and cocaine. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, technically speaking, right. So it it's just a, an interesting conversation to have where um, because prohibition means take away, uh, uh yeah, pretty but, much. So with cocaine and like MDMA and all these other drugs, they've never taken away per se. I mean, I guess they have when they regulated it and criminalized it, but in modern days they haven't taken it away. They've just already illegalized it, so we can't deem them prohibitional things or what. Oh, uh, historically we can. Yeah. Um. Right. So it interesting. So. Who who knows? We we might we might see a pretty near future where like cigarettes might actually be like we we might have a new prohibition era of yeah. cigarettes and they were saying that it would just promote sales of illegal cigarettes in the black in the black market. I could see that. Yeah, people buy anything, right? They buy carry batteries and shit. <laughs> well, anyway, to continue this article, now I'm gonna talk about Jew and vapes because at first the article was kind of like you know kind of all it's kind of been the same song and dance. Mm. Oh shit, that's a good expression. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ain't nobody heard that in a while, but it used to be very famous. <laughs> that article was on, uh, I think, the New York Times or the Daily News. But this article I'm reading, and the first one, New Yorker, I kind of want to credit these articles as soon as we read them because it's important, you know, credibility. But this one is on The Guardian, and this was written by Catherine Gammon about Jews and vapes, right? So uh, this week, because this was written the 26th is on Sunday on June, June 2022. Did you understand me? Uh nah you kind of <laughs> oh you, dude, I just you, de- you, de- you definitely just uh went yeah it's a June twenty twenty two June twenty sixth twenty twenty two uh the United States effectively banned the brand Jew you ever smoke a Jew nah I've loved the Jew it's so nice but I stopped smoking it I haven't smoked it for a long time and I won't. But I smoke other vape products, and I just stopped, like I told you, because it's so bad for you. So, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the this week, the U.S. officially banned uh, Juul after the FDA ordered that e-cigarette makers, to they, they ordered them to remove their uh, popular products from the marketplace, right? And the reason is that in 2020, the FDA ordered uh, mint and juice-flavored e-cigarette pods of Juul to get out of here. And I tried the mango one, and it's it was ridiculous. The first time I and this is not even me saying this to like with the yo, mango one, they're like this crosses <laughs> the fucking line. Man, I sat down, and that's when I was smoking a whole bunch of weed. Like I'm talking like again, like buying some dabs, blunts, all that stuff. Like collectively, or ounce a day, you know. But when I um when I smoked the jewel for the first time, I was at uh, work in the back office by the computer. In Brooklyn, and I smoked it, and I sat down. And I was like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> but then I kept smoking it, and I was like, "My armpits stink now." And you only get that feeling like when you stop using it every day, but you want to smoke it the whole day. 
So for anybody that's listening to this and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop smoking that shit. That shit is bad <laughs> for you. OD bad for you. I'm, I'm going to say that. It's so bad for you. Weed is the best thing in the world. I, I would say so. Yeah, man. Like, there's no comparison. Like, I'm not going to advocate for that shit. Yes, it feels great, but weed is... Just smoke some weed. Just smoke a blunt and then compare it. And then you're like, oh, weed is fantastic. <laughs> That's what I got to say. So... Um, the reason that this escalated is because regulators said Juul failed to provide sufficient evidence to assess their toxicity and hazards of the tobacco and menthol flavored e-cigarettes. And they left the FDA unable to assess the potential toxicological risk of using the Juul. Okay. So they're basically saying like, yo, you're not proving to us that this is a better alternative or anything, right? And like Juul says, they said that their products help with quitting smoking and they stopped the ban for a bit because Jewel was appealing now. So I'm assuming that if they if they know they're gonna lose, they're just selling off all their shit before mm-hmm. you know, like by the drip, by the dip. <laughs> so this is why I wanted to bring this up because this is what makes it more interesting. Other brands like Jewel, uh, Views, Logic, and Enjoy, spelled N J O Y, have received market authorization for various tobacco e flavored cigarettes. And systems, but Jewel was denied. Why? Let me tell you now. Uh, before I tell you, <laughs> I'll say that the research shows that bands of flavored cigarettes make a difference. A 2020 study of uh, George Mason University analyzed that in 2009, FDA flavored cigarette ban uh, reduced 43% of young adults smoking by 27%. Okay. So it lowered that shit completely. And this is why I go back to why you, why you said why, right? Why have the, haven't the other brands been banned? Mm-hmm. Uh, a federal survey found that Juul was only the fourth most popular product among middle and high school students. And that basically what's more popular is ones that are disposable, aka the puff bar. And fucking views and smog were the second or third most popular. So Jewel's in the bottom of the list. They're the only ones that got denied. That's so interesting. Right? So this ba- this article is saying that like this young younger generation will just move on to one to the other because not only is it just more appealing to them because of colors and flavors, which is like a cigarette just tastes nasty to some people. A cigarette, I think, tastes fantastic. But if you go to like vapes, you could find like cotton candy, Imperium. You could find like aquarine apple, stove, apple pie, like all these flavors. Just like stove? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. You ever eat a burnt piece of food? It's delicious. <laughs> you know, is, is that what you think a stove tastes like? Yeah, man. Better need it from the stove. <laughs> that shit is good. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm thinking, thinking about though. it. You're like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, you ever had a Cuban sandwich? Yeah, I don't like pickles though. What really? I'm alright with them. I don't hate them as much as I used to. But there are some pickles that I'm like, eh, and some pickles that I'm like, I don't mind you being there. Okay, okay, yeah. good to know. What happened to Bill Cosby recently? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had to pay her, right? Uh, I think so. But did he had to go to jail. Um, I I, I don't remember. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Cuban sandwiches next time because some Cuban sandwich yeah. with some bread. Uh, again, so Jew is the fourth most popular vape, and the other ones are View, Smock, and Puff Bar. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, Puff Bar. 
Now, the people that are younger, I guess than us, because we're old fucks compared to today's <laughs> age, you know, uh, they prefer the ten dollar disposable vape, and I do too. That can't, uh, they aren't banned, but they're they're exactly similar or literally the same technology as Jewel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it sounds to me so far that Jewel is just the scapegoat for all these other vape products. You know? I mean, I it kind of makes me think of like. Uh, of like Uber and Lyft in a sense where uh, okay. a lot of people will just kind of uh, remotely just say Uber, it's even better. though it like, it like Uber is better or they'll, or, or they'll call a Lyft but and it's Uber. It's because of brand. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Like uh, they'll call like a, a Lyft and Uber. I've because, always felt that way. Because uh, Uber was sort of first to market. Jewels and, were sort of first to and market. And Lyft kind of like built off Uber. And at first, at first Lyft was less expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I saw what I remember. Yeah. Then they kind of became very pricey. And now when you check your Uber and it's too expensive, what do you do? You check Lyft. Right? So that's, and they know that. I feel like we think we know that because like they're not personally interfering into our lives. But algorithmically, yeah, that's but, where uh, they do. But for a lot of people, it doesn't work that way. Because for mm. a lot of people, they just think Uber. You know, that came yeah. first. Uber, like McDonald's. Like, like they, or like, Nike. You know, like yeah. those brands. So for, because like, I, I think of like people say like my aunt who mm. like, I'm sure doesn't really check Lyft or anything. That's that true. like just kind of knows Calls like. the taxi service? Because that's what my family does. They call, they actually, we used to just call the taxi service. Some people still do that. And so it's just wow. like. It, I, 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 it's to kind of keep those, uh, to Business keep that driving. in consideration and stuff. It's like, uh, jewels first to market. So yeah. when you think of like, uh, vapes and stuff, you think of jewel. Maybe people find it more, um, uh, cash saving to like buy pods for the jewel you earn rather than buy the whole thing entirely. Like maybe as quick as you can smoke it, you know? But I don't know. I, I don't it's know. It's just, I, I think it's escapable, but you make a lot of good points in terms of that because now that makes a lot of fucking sense. I mean, because, you know, I don't really think it matters too much that they might not be number one, but it's like, you know, it's it's a step in, in that direction. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure this is only the beginning of, of these sorts of things Definitely. happening in this space. So that's why well. I compare it to THC regulation because I feel that as soon as they lower nicotine, Oh, um, I, I'm going to finish this thought. As soon as they, like, lower nicotine regulations, they're going to start to, like, limit the brands or, like, at least put them out of business, you know? Um, there's a there's a guy, a boxer, who promotes uh, e-cigarette that has no, um, like, nicotine or anything else. I can't find it, but the look up the boxer, Devin Haney smoking product. Because he's a boxer, right? So why would he, why would he promote... Um, like nicotine. Mm-hmm. But every time he boxes, he always puts up a post where he's like, hey, smoke this because it's the best thing for you. It has no nicotine. It has no this and that. I can't find it. But uh, I'll put it up in the supplementary, I guess, or, or something. I wish I could find it. But that's it. That's good because why do people why do people smoke in general to get the smoke out their mouths? You know, they're still like fucking this and that. And then they settle for the feeling, I guess. I mean, feeling's more important to me than just a smoke. <laughs> but I'm saying people like, who smoke nicotine compared to marijuana, though. Well, I, oh, I mean, I, when you were just smoke, saying smoking, I thought you just meant in general. Because it's like, I was even thinking of like hookah. Because some people do like to just yeah. smoke for the I, smoke of it. I like hookah. I don't, I don't think it's the worst thing. But then like when I hear the rumors, because I don't know if it's true, of a hookah being like a, a two packs of cigarettes or something like that. I don't know how true that is. 
Well, there's definitely tobacco, like a good 100%. amount of tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't know what like the ratio might like mm-hmm. is per se or anything like that. But I mean, people like I, I would say like hookah is definitely a thing where people just smoke just for the smoke of it. Have you ever seen the South Park episode? Oh, by the way, it's uh, Black Smoke. Black Smoke. It's called uh, Black Smoke. B L A K K Smoke. On Instagram, no spaces. It says no nicotine, no tobacco. And he says in his own post, this is such a healthy alternative to doing hookah. All my fellow athletes and friends, I love hookah. Thank you later. I just suggest it's interesting to look up. You know, it, you know, it's interesting. He's he is he racist or is he not? Because he <laughs> says black with three K's. Does he? No way. And he is black himself. Though. <laughs> this, is, this is the motherfucker promoting it. <laughs> he definitely he definitely looks like a, a hype beast yeah he, he just won like undisputed belts but he's all right yeah <laughs> he might he might be the best in the world but he's in there he's in there look at him he's a- good for him <laughs> this podcast <laughs> what were we saying though about before the song um i i don't know man me neither, <laughs> me neither. um i'll finish this up though uh, the newest, uh, oh, this is something you've probably seen on like your ads, but the newest trend in like vaping is ones that are not marketed as e-cigarettes. So basically saying that you can smoke melatonin or vitamins. You ever oh. seen that? Um, yeah. For, like, like for like sleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they say, oh, actually it's funny because I just showed you that, right? That's hilarious. I just showed you the, <laughs> I the think about wait, that. What'd you just show me? Like the one that he's promoting that has no uh-huh. tobacco. But basically these are saying that they don't have any of those things. Yeah. But they make you feel better and fall asleep faster, right? But basically these are really just vaping this devices disguised. Companies that are not required to state the concentration of what is in these products. So, you know, like kind of saying like, hey, like we're all healthy and stuff, but we're not really that healthy. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... Uh, people are saying that these products present a whole new level of risk, you know? And I got three more little bullet points for this. Um, basically saying that things like Juul, they lower uh, athletic and academic performance as well as injuring lungs. It also increases the heart rate and heart- blood pressure. And that Juul figured out how to make nicotine more potent to give more points to hit the brain, allowing for a greater sense of pleasure from using the vape. Okay. So they they kind of like really manipulated the brain, you know, yeah. and they really manipulated how kids feel. And there's a whole center of figuring out kid addiction compared to, when I say kid, I say like up to 17, mm-hmm. compared to like full-blown adult addiction. So because that study is so recent, the Biden administration is kind of trying to figure it out. But in that time of figuring out how many people will die compared to what they're saying they want to save. Mm-hmm. So that conversation is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that can be said for a lot of things. Like how many, how many more people got to die until this you gotta is save, right? until this is solved or whatever. I think about that. That's kind of sad thing about <laughs> like, like the disease and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Or even like COVID. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I would, uh, I'm definitely not a fan of uh, like nicotine yeah. and e-vapes and cigarettes or anything and like that. I am, but I um, kind of agree with this article and I'm probably going to agree with what you say, but let me agree until you say it. No, I, I mean, I just, uh, I definitely feel like for 
to me, this is just kind of like sort of a right step, uh, a step in the right direction um, to really uh, combat uh, a a greater problem that's happening in our, especially in our country, but uh, which is, I'm sure a global issue for sure. Um, But you know, it, I, I kind of hate being one of those politicians in, in that sense of like speaking of like for the kids, but for it's the like smokers, but like, honestly, a lot of kids are getting fucked up by this shit. And it's like, it's, it's not right. And it's um, not fair. Cause you know, as much as I do enjoy like participating in all these stuff, like vapes and stuff like that, I do like them, but you're right. Like, uh, just like you would show a little baby, like a colored toy and they were like, Oh, this looks cool. Cause it's shiny. You make those vaping devices more appealing, like a childlike mind or like color or flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, do you want to smoke this nicotine cigarette? No, thank you. Do you want to smoke cotton candy, blueberry, fun dreams? Oh, that sounds pretty good. Because realistically, what does it sound like? Wheat. Yeah. Strawberry cough, you know, green crack, you know, blue dreams. Like, these are all strains, right? So, I mean, I still think marijuana is way better than it would be nicotine and all this stuff. But that's still schematic. In mm-hmm. some sense, we kind of just undermine it because it seems that everybody smoking weed is responsible. But there's a lot of kids under ten smoking weed that shouldn't be. Yeah, and that I fucks mean, with their psyche. I mean, I think, uh, like, I think that's kind of why they're trying to regulate weed to be like yeah. alcohol of like you need to be 21 uh, that's in states they need where it's legal. ID. But even then, people who are 21 be fools. Like secondhand smoke, it's a whole different oh, no, thing. Without you know? a doubt, but I, I just mean like. They, I, they, they've definitely have kept that in mind. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're smoking right now, cool. If you're porn hubbing right now, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, don't let us know. If you're doing both stuff. at the same time, super cool. <laughs> super cool. <laughs> Ultra cool. <laughs> and so my last topic is, uh, and these have been long topics. <laughs> Thank you for speaking uh, with me, Javi. You're the best. Uh, I got my last story. Okay. And this is abortion, basically. And it's just, I figured, and I was really thinking, like, how can we talk about this without being too repetitive and mm-hmm. too this or that? Because I didn't want to be. Because I feel we all know the basics or have the urge to look within the basics, right? But all I did was look up some facts and some stories about some people who have had abortions, right? Okay. And the consequences of not being able to receive one. So I'm going to read them off the bat. Because I feel that's okay. the best way to handle this. Uh, in Sierra Leone, which is a song by Frank Ocean, great song. But in Sierra Leone, uh, reduced access to reproductive health care is estimated to have caused at least as many deaths as Ebola itself. Hmm. In Sierra Leone. Not only were women and girls unable to access life-saving services, they needed them more than ever. There was a sharp rise in sexual violence during the Ebola crisis, while school closure contributed to an increase in teenage pregnancies. So that's in Sierra Leone, because I couldn't say that right before. Now, globally, one in four pregnancies ends in abortion. Hmm. And restrictive laws mean not everyone is able to access this procedure safely. Every year, an estimated 22 women die from an unsafe abortion. Uh, how many? 22,000. Oh, wow. And I'm just spoiling now. In my later research, it's way more. This article is written in 2020. My initial article should be like uh, 2021, 2022. Now, the evidence shows that when there are barriers to accessing contraception and safe abortion, maternal mortality rate rises. This includes death during childbirth, 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 and death after seeking unsafe abortions. And this is really interesting because... All these lawmakers say what they will because what they want to say. 
an an economic model estimates that every one dollar spent on preventing unintended pregnancy reduces the cost of pregnancy related care by two twenty. So by two twenty what? Two dollars and twenty cents. Oh, okay. So for every one dollar you know spent on preventing, you could have saved two dollars and twenty cents on allowing. Okay. Abortions and stuff. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization estimates that the amount annual cost of treating major complications from unsafe abortions, meaning if you had one and you had complications and unsafe abortion, it cost the US five hundred and fifty three million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. For just not letting people do what they were gonna do regardless, right? And this is, uh, I'm going to reassure the back again because this information is crucial and I don't want to fuck it up. Many factors influence or necessitate a woman's decision to not have an abortion. They include, but not are limited to, contraception failure, barriers to contraceptive use and access, rape, incest, intimate partner violence, fetal anomalies, anomalies, illness during pregnancy, and exposure to teratogenic medications, right? Teratogenic medication I'll discuss later. But what's more important to realize is that pregnancy complications, including placental abruption, bleeding from placenta previa, preeclampsia or eclampsia, and cardiac or renal conditions may be so severe that abortion is the only measure to preserve a woman's health or save her life. Hmm. So when people say abortion is health care, just, you know, that they're not considering that at all. We know where we live. <laughs> and now... I'm going to talk some about, about some lady called Sherry Wheeler. Sherry Wheeler. Okay. I'm going to give two things before that. But um, basically, this is a quote from the article. When women, when abortion is illegal or highly re- restricted, women resort to unsafe means, which I know you know, to end unwanted pregnancies, including self-inflicted abdomen, abdom, abdominal? Uh, abdominal abdominal and bodily trauma ingestion of dangerous chemicals self-medication with a variety of drugs and reliance on unqualified abortion providers basically saying like if you want to get rid of your kid and you can't depend on healthcare, you're going to do it yourself in a variety of mannerisms you know which is dangerous to yourself and now that's this is why i said the number changed because now approximately 21 million women around the world obtain unsafe illegal abortions each year 21 million. It's a lot. And complications from these unsafe procedures account for approximately 13% of all maternal deaths, nearly 50,000 annually. 50,000? Yeah. So okay. the number went up. So now, Shirley Willard is a quick one. She's the she's somebody that I don't think we know. We know the the words Roe versus Wade more than her name. Have you ever heard of her? Uh, uh, I mean, I think if you remember when you first, uh, uh, when it first came out, the leak mm-hmm. and stuff, when you first sent it to me, I actually, I actually couldn't even remember what Roe vs. Wade was. Oh, me neither. And and I figured that, and I knew I should have looked up what Roe vs. Wade was. I guess that's your job for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we lead up to Roe vs. Wade, and here was Shirley Wheeler, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a pretty straight to the simple point. She was the first woman to be arrested for getting an abortion in 1970. Um, basically, she paid one fifty to get an abortion and develop complications. Right? Uh, when they found out, when they found this out, they asked her to name the person who aborted her baby, and she was like, "Nah," and they arrested her for manslaughter. Oh wow! She faced twenty years in prison. Right? Uh, 
But instead, after the jury, which was three men, three women, she was sentenced to two years probation. And the conditions were that she had to legally marry Robert Wheeler, the person she'd been living with for three and a half years. Hmm. And or she was to move to North Carolina and be with her family. And she was to avoid, quote, injurious or vicious actions. And but she felt she was like, I'm not free to go anywhere without permission. I'm like a child. What year was this? Uh, 1970. Wow. Yeah. So that's not far ago. And she said, well, basically the Florida Supreme Court, which she was prosecuted, uh, found that the criminal abortion uh, law was unconstitutional there. Okay. So they were like, chill the fuck out. And her conviction was overturned in 1972. But that's two years of living that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Then in Roe versus Wade in 1973, it was decided that legal, legalizing uh, abortions, much motions, was <laughs> was okay and you know good, you know. So they allowed it in 1973. We'll be here next week about Roe versus Wade. Because <laughs> I didn't look it up. I, this is just so much information about uh, this or that. It's not really, but it's one of those things where I kind of wanted to get it across because I hope people listen to the beginning of what I said. And at least one person is just like, oh, I don't know that, you know, like people actually needed abortions for medical reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, despite your thoughts on life and this and that, it still should be pro-choice. But I hope you heard that, hey, like you can risk the life of the mother or not even that. Just who cares? Let them do what the fuck they want to do. Yeah. Ultimately, you know? Yeah, I I um I definitely think that for some people they definitely think that like oh you would abort your child like you mm-hmm. have no care for like a baby's life or something like that when mm-hmm. in reality it's like what what you just said and sometimes it could actually be the mother's life yeah. and it, at stake uh for this pregnancy to go through. That's what happened with some other lady that I'll go into real quick, but basically what she was trying to say is that uh I think she had been no no uh, somebody, one of them had been raped or something like this. But the doctor told her, I don't think this has to do with the rape though. But the doctor told one of the Sherry's, not Sherry Wheeler, the other one, that uh, her baby was going to be like medically the like the flaw, flawed, right? Okay. And then she wanted to abort it, but there was only laws um, protecting mothers who would be injured by the pregnancy, not laws for killing a you know aborting a fetus that would be affected medically when they were born does that Mm -hmm. make any sense so uh repeat that to me one more time basically that if a mother gave birth to a defective baby and she could have prevented it that's illegal but if the baby's like the baby's birth process was going to kill the mother they could have aborted it okay because if the danger was presented to the mom abortion's okay if danger is presented to the kid like mental disability or not and they want to abort it that's not okay Okay. Get me? And um, her name was Shirley as well. And she tried to go to Japan, but Japan Damn, was... Shirley. Uh, Sherry, sorry. <laughs> and it was in 1962. And she tried to go to uh, Japan, but they were like, nah, you can't come through. And she had to go to Sweden to get the abortion. And yeah, I mean, this is some other Sherry story compared to Shirley. I just think these are two stories that... I saw the news articles today, but they're important. And the reason I want to bring it up is for these last two points. Um, she, uh, well, in, in general, these laws created by anti-abortionists have been used to justify the arrest of 1,200 plus women who have had or attempted to have an abortion. So, okay. bitch, uh, what I meant to say is these 
dumbass hoes have been causing people to get arrested for making their own choice for their own bodies, pretty much, you know? Mm -hmm. And the lady who got arrested, Shirley Wheeler said, I don't claim to know everything about legalizing abortion, but I am proof of what will happen if you have an illegal one. So again, this article is very interesting to look at because this is when anti-abortionists were saying that like, oh, we won't do anything to you if you have an illegal abortion, but they arrested somebody and faced her for manslaughter yeah. and forced her to get married because she had a legal abortion. Shirley Wheeler. <laughs> that I I'm I'm so surprised that like that's not being talked about more. I j- the article was today. I'll send you both of them today because these articles. I mean, man, I was reading them today all day today, bro. <laughs> articles, articles, articles. But um, but these were pretty important to me. And uh, aside from the cheese, motherfucker, which I do think <laughs> is a creep. I'm fine. But these are all pretty relevant and important. But I don't, I didn't want to like not go hard. I know this, this is probably a long ass episode. I don't even know. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, the Shirley Wheeler person is not talked about. I was gonna say that I've never heard about her in any of my teachings in school. Yeah, never has she been brought up. So it's interesting. School school's got to catch up. They also got a mustard. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, um, now we're finally, finally, finally up to the MC section. <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, wait, whoa. Oh, whoa. we're going to skip it. We, we have some more conversation about the Shirley with it. Uh, yeah, I was oh, gonna say we're just gonna leave it off like that. Damn! No, God. no, no! I just did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just did it. The know nerve of this guy and his driving eyeballs. Get a load of this guy! Wow. Uh, I really. Should we look up the gist of Roe versus Wade right now? Um, I, I, see, see, see what's like the first top like Google search because I'm sure, I'm sure like the like a couple sentences will suffice. I'm gonna look up Roe versus Wade explained. Perfect. So in Roe versus Wade, 410 U.S. 113 in 1973, it was a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States generally protects a pregnant woman liberty to choose to have an abortion. So we learned nothing because <laughs> that's all we knew right now. Uh, I want to know. I, You know, I really should have looked it up. That's my fault because I know today I was like. I should have taken a history class. Yeah, me too, man, because I don't know. But maybe. Hold on. Um, that's what I get for hating history. Oh, hold on. I think I found it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Da Vinci Code. Let's see. No, that's too much to read right now. <laughs> Just know that they reversed that shit right now. <laughs> Maybe we're included. Maybe Javi will take time out of his day editing and look up all of Roe versus Wade word to word and explain it to you <laughs> in the whole day. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and this episode's coming out at 6 a.m. <laughs> What up? It's your boy, Javi Reyes. This episode didn't come out at 6 a.m. And I got the facts of Roe v. Wade real quick. This shit, this lawsuit was filed in 1970, establishing a constitutional right to an abortion in the U.S. Jane Roe was a pseudonym for Norva McCorvey, who was 22, unmarried, unemployed, and pregnant for the third time in 1969 in Texas. Henry Wade was the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas at the time. McCurvey's team, a.k.a. Rose team, argued Texas law was unconstitutionally vague and violated her constitutionally protected right to personal privacy. The question before the court was, does the Constitution recognize a woman's right to terminate her pregnancy by abortion? 
Ultimately, the court said yes in 1973 with a 7-2 majority opinion. Justices held that a woman's right to an abortion was implicit in the right to privacy protected by the 14th Amendment, so they, they divided pregnancy into three trimesters. The first trimester, you had uh, the absolute right to an abortion that was between you and your doctor. In the second trimester, the government could regulate an abortion dependent if, uh, if the woman's life was, was uh, at stake. And in the third trimester, the government could uh, completely outlaw that abortion uh, for the sake of the fetus. But again, if uh, the woman, if the mother's life was at stake, then they'd be able to get the abortion still. And uh, those are the facts, my guys. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So maybe how do you we just care about you? I don't work tomorrow, so I'm <laughs> Gucci. <laughs> no, um, it's a very serious situation, and uh, I praise everybody for doing what they gotta do. I praise, everybody. I you know, I joke a whole lot, and I make a whole bunch of like ridiculous shit. Even at the bar the other day when it was overturned, I was making a whole bunch of jokes and stuff like that. No negative one, just only positivity. <laughs> but for me, it's arguable. <laughs> for me it truly is like I'm, i've never cared for what you do on this planet like to me you may say him or her this that i say human earth live your life and do what the fuck you want you know just don't hurt people and criminally do things right there's another whole thing <laughs> etc yeah i mean i um i would just kind of say similar sentiments uh of just kind of pro-choice um yeah. i I definitely uh, would love to see more people learn about uh, what's her name again, Sadie Shirley Wheeler. Shirley Shirley Wheeler. And not only her, but just the, like even Gal- not Galen Maxwell. I'm so sorry. That's the Jeffrey Epstein pedophile bitch. Um, the lady who helped. Um, God damn it! Give me a second. What's her name? It's been more than two seconds, motherfucker. What's her name? Well, oh she was the God. U.S. judge who they put crowns over her heads, but it's not Ghislaine Maxwell. I can't believe I remember. No. Ruth Ginsburg. Ruth Ginsburg. Yes, there we go. Right, <laughs> Ginsburg. Yes, it is. No, not yeah. Yes, she was the one who um helped overturn something abortion or something like that. What is it? I'm over here Wikipedia. I just <laughs> fucked that up. Od. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was an American lawyer and jurist who served as an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the U.S. from 1933 to 2020 when she died. And she was nominated by Bill Clinton and replaced Byron White. Why does it not say what she did for abortion? <laughs> because I don't know what she did. But she's very famous. You never heard of her? Uh, I've definitely heard of her. I just, I, I'm mm-hmm. awful of history, dude. Yeah, well, basically it says she dominates on abortion. That's what it says right here. Word <laughs> for word. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, be one of her. Like, you know, if you don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, neither do we. But look her up. <laughs> if you're hearing this now, you want to know, look her up. You make a lot of uh, abortion, pro-abortion people proud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I, and I think on that note, we can go to the AMC section. And we're back. <laughs> we're back after uh, this whole time of just chatting. We're back, but we're not black. We're not black. We are uh, a descendant of black. Um, I'm just Jack, and I'm just Craig. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's actually what Jack didn't stand for. They're, they're just still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they, they just put a little bit of crack in every bottle of Jameson The whole episode I'm going to put a big bottle of Jameson <laughs> Just to represent Alcoholism <laughs> <laughs> But we are at the AMC section This week is movies Movies And uh, this week 
and well well uh oh, what's up what's up so uh last week we did albums did um albums. turnstile glow on we did turnstile glow on super fucking good um, great album super fucking good 10 out of 10 my opinion live with it bitch <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean other movies that we've looked at we've looked at like american history x we've what looked a, at lamb lamb we've um what else i forget but i know we've done a lot already i'm trying to think of uh i feel like I, for some reason i feel like movies are the ones that we've done the least but we haven't technically it's one of them though it has to be one of them technically but we've done a lot of movies um damn i can't think of anything because like if you say albums <laughs> the and warriors comics, the warriors that's a great we should revisit that not like as an amc section but maybe like that's a great movie damn uh not lonely heart club man that's a fucking album um, <laughs> yeah i don't know it, it's uh it, it's kind of hard to remember the movies I for some why. reason i wonder why like I can't remember the comics and the oh, albums pretty well. Whiplash. Whiplash. That was a good movie. Yeah, there that we was, go. I think that might have been one of my favorite uh, MCs. To be honest with you, that was surprising, man. <laughs> I was home and right before it shot, I was like, "I'm watching this real quick," and I was like, "It's so good, <laughs> <laughs> so good." Lamb was weird too. Lamb but, was a fucking weird movie. But in light of uh, Lightyear, ooh, ooh, good little joke. Um, you know, when I was going to watch Lightyear. I was telling Beatrice, I was like, I hope that when they put the movie on, it just shows Toy Story. <laughs> you know? And that's our AMC section. It is Toy Story. The Looking first at one. Toy Story. And literally before we watched, before we came here today, I watched it again right before we got here. That's what took me a little long. But but also because Lightyear's coming out and all respect to Lightyear and we had a whole conversation about it like beforehand for that. $300 uh, <laughs> we discussed it and I think it was pretty funny how we discussed it you know and what I really cared about was actually Toy Story though yeah that was the movie that was exciting me the most you know so that's I don't know why it sounds so disappointed <laughs> I sound pretty like upset right <laughs> dude you, you just sound you just sound really focused yeah. you just sound really high that's it it's okay I'm high as fuck it's cause of the PAX episode I was trying oh I didn't even fucking I didn't even fucking fucking bro. <laughs> you know, you know what I was gonna read the whole time. What? That, my dumbass. So before this, and we could put this in the AMC section. I made a hobby smoke from the packs, right? Mm-hmm. But I also smoke the packs. So I'm pretty high. But the funny thing is that I'm gonna read this timeline to you. Okay. I completely forgot to tell you. In 2004, um, there were two Stanford graduate students, Adam Bowen and James Monzies, right? Okay. Guess what they created. Uh, weed. They created a cigarette alternative while on smoke break. Both of them developed the e-cigarette plume and later one this uh, created the, the street cannabis vape device, the PAX, hmm. which we just smoked out of. Yeah. Right? They renamed their company PAX Labs. Right? That was in 2005 to 2015. Mm-hmm. In 2015, 2017, Jewel Labs, Jewel, is launched out of parent company Pax Labs. Oh wow! Right. Two years later, uh, Jewel spins out as an independent company and begins a period of rapid growth. Right. In 2018, a Jewel craze sweeps the nation, and Morgan Stanley credits Jewel with single-handedly reviving the e-cigarette market. Right. They reach 72% share up from 31% a year earlier. Hmm. Now. In 2018, the U.S. FDA announces investigation into underage sales of jewel products amid uh, growing youth use, and U.S. middle and high school e-cigarette usage nearly doubled to five million kids throughout the year. 
2018. Wow. And then in 2018, they got rid of all the mango, creme brulee, and cucumber, cucumber flavors and jewel. The cucumber was good as fuck, but the mango was the strongest one you could ever get. <laughs> that was the strongest flavor. Oh my god, it was so good. Um, and in 2020, they reviewed all the e-cigarette products on the market. And the jewel share in terms of stocks plummeted 42% wow. in 2020. And today they blocked the jewel from the U.S. market after reviewing its 125,000 page application. Hmm. They, uh, their rivals using Android will be permitted to stay in the market as the, you know, like I told you earlier, the FDA yeah. is saying, that's crazy though, right? I just want, because that's why I asked you to smoke the packs today, because I wanted to say like, I like the packs a lot. And and the reason I don't like it now compared to when I used to smoke a whole bunch of weed, but before I smoked the ridiculous amount of weed for no fucking reason, I tried the packs once. This is only when I smoked weed like a couple of times. I tried the packs and I took a pull, and back then that shit was like a whole blunt. <laughs> like I took two pulls and I was like, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I smoked dabs and blunts and joints back to back, and I was like, oh, this is, remember with the mask and see Like we just, but before. All that bullshit, like I was smoking this twice and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is the invention of the future. And now, because I don't smoke as much weed when I smoke the packs too, I feel great. I feel like like one, two poles. Like right now I'm high as fuck, but <laughs> it's descending, thankfully, because that's the beauty of weed. Not alcohol though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. And um, yeah, surely we <laughs> <laughs> And what an episode. <laughs> it's the it's a historic episode for the internet. It's like one of those things when you think of the internet, it just goes into the black hole of the universe. <laughs> it just floats. And some motherfuckers gonna be there listening. I know you can't see audio, but they're gonna be like, <laughs> they're gonna be like what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Am I high? <laughs> I thought they were talking about Toy Story. <laughs> Which is a great movie. Yes. A great movie, man. I was watching that on the way here. And um, when I got out of work, I got out of six, right? So I walked uh, from like LA, from Williamsburg to basically the end of LIC, the end of Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. And I just walked. But I was watching the movie on my phone as I was walking. And I was just laughing out loud. Again, <laughs> we're talking about Toy Story. This movie's funny as fuck. <laughs> you know, there I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah, man. But uh, it definitely there are a lot of like jokes that... Um, <laughs> That are definitely more adult oriented yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is like this works for Mr. like Mr. Potato all is ages. my shit, man. Mr. Potato, I didn't realize how underrated this character was, man. Oh, man. I always <laughs> love Mr. Potato Head, but <laughs> it, the the one joke that really uh, um, surprised me. Um, uh, like uh, that I saw was when he yeah. takes his lips and yeah, he says, "Kiss the <laughs> And the slinky's like, we never let us down before. And he's just like, yeah, I have that written down. That's also funny that I have the, when um, his face is all jammed up because he got slammed to the wall. And he's like, look, I'm Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I have the joke. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go through this like that. I have a, whole, I have a couple of things to say. But when um, Mary, her little lambs, when Woody, like in the beginning, Bo. she was like, Bo. And, she, and then, like, you know, Andy saved uh, Woody from, Woody saved the lambs. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, uh, I'm just a couple of blocks away. And then they show yeah. the toy blocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, again, I write here, literally, I wrote Mr. Potato putting his lips to his ass, kiss ass when Slinky, de- Slinky defends Woody. And then, um, if I, if I may say this, Mr. Potato does a cross on his body. 
He does a cross on his body. Yeah, like I don't a, remember like that. Ca- he's a Catholic cross, and it's because um, they're hoping that the presents weren't new presents replacements. <laughs> and he does, and I wrote the most controversial potato. Ever. <laughs> and we're running through this movie because, like, this movie was so good. And I'm probably gonna go home tonight, smoke a weed, drink more, and watch the movie with Beer because it's so. I'm gonna wake her up like at the turnstile. He's like, wake the fuck up! We'll watch a Toy Story right now because it's so good. And I'm gonna run through like the little parts. He does the cross in his body. It's so funny. I'm gonna, I hope I can send you the fucking. But then, um, so okay, for people who have watched the movie, right? What's the basis before they get lost? Well, I mean, it- if you ever watch the story. <laughs> Can you go watch that shit right now and then come back to this video? I mean, fucking, it's Toy Story. Like it, it's just the idea of like your toys are alive when you're not looking, and it's um, it's it's a classic, yeah, and it's uh, two of a classic. It's it's one of Pixar's earliest films, if I remember correctly. I think it was like one of like I think it was their first one, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I'll get into that more, but yeah, it basically was their first major one that was done through the technology like computers and shit like that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it 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 made a big deal when it first came out for sure, and mm-hmm. uh, something that surprised. Me um is how short the movie is 81 minutes um it i was so surprised i was like wow like i i it just flows it just goes like nothing it, it's so quick that's why i watched it when i was out there like before i got here like yeah i was definitely gonna be able to be on time but i just <laughs> was chatting with the motherfucker that was you know this and that but i was watching it in the bar by myself first of all watching it in a bar weird as fuck like watching toy story in a bar you probably look like a creep <laughs> yeah that's why everybody passed i was like let me put this away for now real quick i was like this is weird <laughs> But I was definitely, I was genuinely laughing out loud the whole time. I was um, not only in the bar, but also like as I was walking down Greenpoint to the train, mm-hmm. I just was laughing like a little kid. And I thought that was so funny uh, that this movie really made me feel that. You know, it was it was a fun time. And basically, this movie is of toys again, like how he said, that come to life when his their owner is not looking, the kid owner. But then one of the most popular toys gets kind of overplaced popularity wise from the owner Buzz Lightyear to Woody mm. which is like a Woody's a cowboy guy Buzz Lightyear is a space ranger and Buzz Lightyear is a more futuristic popular person aka Lightyear that came out a month ago or some shit yeah and just like it just kind of like a newer toy yeah. um because he's got like all the buttons and he's got wings and he's and like from the future he's got like disguise. the comms thing yeah man and this is actually pretty cool, man, because I think I said this earlier in the episode. I, I, I recently listened to Mike Judge, who created Beavers and Butthead, mm. with the Joe Rogan episode. And in the morning, he just talked. I was listening in the morning. And the way he talked about creating animation stuff is just so interesting. Just because he, you know, he made an animation that everybody loves, even if you notice it a little bit. Like, he created a movie, Idiocracy, but Beavers and Butthead, we all know and love. Mm. You know, and it's just one of those minds where, he talks like this. He just kind of talks like this. But he he, he created an animation that goes, going holy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, you ever watch me by head? It's just the funniest Like some shit. episodes, it, yeah. I, I love that show. And they're like, uh, they just headbang and like, uh, what is it? Breaking the law. Breaking, Breaking the, the law. law. You know, and just, and he, he talks like this. He kind of just kind of communicates like this and just <laughs> says things like this. And it's like, how does a person like that create breaking the law, breaking the law, you know? Um, but yeah, but back to the story, 
bunch of toys, rebellious, and then the people who they were jealous of one another, or not even that. Woody was jealous of Buzz, mm -hmm. and Buzz is like, "I'm just trying to be a space ranger." <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, real so, quick, do you did, do you have it on your notes anywhere about uh, Joss Whedon being like one of the screenplay writers to this? No, I have everything but that. Because I saw his who's Joss name? Whedon again? Uh, Joss Whedon, uh, he's another tr uh, tr like problematic person at warner bros um in dc um no way yeah no way um so that, that's why i was like curious about it because i was like is this like the same joss whedon <laughs> i'm gonna look it up and then talk about it later josh whedon joss whedon joss whedon yeah but he was in toy story uh i i saw i saw joss whedon uh, get credited for screenplay mm -hmm. like with like two or three other names um, but I was just super curious. Also, I saw Andrew Stanton's name there. Okay. Um, that's a name that I'm recognizing Stranger Things as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, people are, you know, they were still working in the business. I got to check out um, both. Oh, yes, yes. What you're talking about is the he, he played Stinky Pete, uh, Josh Whedon, from what I see right here. Right. But I think it's Josh Whedon's or Josh Whedon. Right? Uh W H E O H W H Joss Whedon. He played Stinky Pete, which is like some old Hucklebuck kind of like in the second one. And then um they he was in a box and they turn it over and he's like man, mind you, he's like some like whole like redneck, not to be offensive, whatever, guy with a big beard, and he's with like two Barbie dolls and like, you know, short dresses. And he's like, you know, I I I get you in Toy Story Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Toy Story 2 uh, quietly removed that scene from the thing because of Harry Weinstein and stuff. But I watched it today and it was funny as fuck, man. That, that's a, I'm not, you know, obviously like saying like this is a correct thing, but it was funny, man. Uh, I'm going to send it to you. I wanted to show you now, actually, because uh, but I didn't save the video because I was like, I can explain it good. But it was funny as fuck and they got rid of it. So you can, I don't think if you watch it on Disney Plus, you probably can't see it. But it's still part of some deleted scenes. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with Toy Story, fucking, uh, Woody gets replaced by Buzz. Yeah. Um, and Woody is just, he's kind Jealous. of an asshole. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole. That's what I put. I was like, cause, cause I have a couple of fun facts coming up, but one of them is saying that they were supposed to make Woody like an asshole. And I was like, did they not do that in this movie? Cause he's a dickhead the whole movie. Yeah. He, he's the whole movie. Like, talk about fucking toxic. Like, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Stupid ridiculous. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. Like, it's like, whoa, they're standards back then. <laughs> this is not an asshole. Andy's mine. Like, <laughs> hey, yo, like, calm down, buddy. Like, Chill, Josh Duggan. <laughs> but um, they, they go, like, he tries to sabotage Buzz Lightyear before they go into the gas station to the Pizza Palace, right? Planet. Planet, Pizza Planet. Basically, Andy only can bring one toy, and Woody's like, I'm gonna sabotage Buzz Lightyear, bitch ass, and I'm gonna go to Piece of Planet. But they end up both going, you know. Um, but what hit me is that when Andy left both of them behind, Woody yells, I'm a lost toy. And I was like, damn, they hit my feels, you know. You know what I also thought about when that happened? Well, uh, two things. Also, uh, on, on their license plate, um, it says A113, mm -hmm. which is just a number that you see in all the Pixar movies. No way. Uh, um, if I remember correctly, I think it's like the number Apple's, of like their studio or something like oh, that. Okay, okay. Um, but oh, uh, it's, I, I, I could be wrong, but I know the A113 is a consistent thing through like uh, Pixar movies. But they have as an Easter egg? Yeah. 
Um, but uh, also, Pizza Planet truck uh, is in every Pixar movie as well. Um, no way. Yeah. Uh, so it started with Toy Story, but you see the Pizza Planet truck in every Pixar movie. Um, That's dope as fuck. But uh, uh, the other thing that I thought about when that scene happened with um, uh, uh, Woody being like, I'm a lost toy, was that at a certain point in Toy Story 3, they start using the internet to like start navigating like the the outside world. Interesting. And, and so it's definitely one of those things where the movie kind of dates itself mm. because without technology, yeah, they really were lost. Mm. Um, Cause you, you think about even for a person, not even a toy, like back then, like you, you leave someone who doesn't know how to drive just yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> like back in the, what year did this come out again? Uh, 1990. Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now say some shit like then the late 90s or whatever early 2000s like that person's gonna be fucking lost <laughs> like they're not gonna know where to go it came out in 1995 95 that's quite crazy so it uh, also another another thing that i'm thinking about too that uh was i is also like i guess a little dated in terms of the movie is uh the animation i guess yeah, just because yeah. like you know i it, it's it's remarkable for its time but uh, it we've just been so spoiled with uh, present day picks or like sure. just watching uh, Lightyear. Even like, Lightyear was beautifully animated, but I also feel that when I was watching like uh, Toy Story on my phone, I was kind of just like, "This is so pretty good too." Like, it's, yeah, like only it, if you were trying to really, really, really like pinpoint specific details of like it, real. Yeah, it was detail. mostly it was mostly just like um, some of the, like things were like a little jarring. Like uh, like the smiles and things like yeah, that, yeah. and like the way people kind of move is just so like. That, that's two of the fun facts, you know. Actually, um, so that's why nobody in the film had long hair. Oh, nobody in the film of Toy Story had long hair because they couldn't do it. They, they were just like, animated. They were like, "This is just way." And nowadays, it's just so. Even in Lightyear, his hair flickers in the wind so yeah, I specifically. Mean, I, I know for Brave, um, they literally had a, a whole team that was just in hair, charge of right? her hair. That's and that's also why um his father wasn't in the movie, because it saved more money not including his father. Huh? Isn't that crazy? So everything you just said is pretty much why these things happen in the movie. Yeah, it's so interesting. I, I always just thought that she was a single mom. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even if that <laughs> was, was like the represent. represent, represent, but it could be. It could also, it could also be just that, like, hey, let's just let it be up to them. But why the fuck not? Just yeah, we can't afford it anyway. So let me read off the thing. Uh, all four of the films of Toy Story have a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and three and four have a hundred percent. Even the first one has a hundred percent. I think so. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's. I mean, I may be wrong, but I, I saw that. Um, three and four of Toy Story sit in the top three of Pixar's films gross earnings in the worldwide box office according to the numbers uh, it's 81 minutes long but it took four years to fully animate and polish uh, it was Pixar's first full length film um, oh no since Toy Story was their first full length film the original Pixar quote brain trust unquote I included five directors, animators, and writers unofficially assigned to ensure quality and creativity for the project. Uh, and they were required to work very closely with Disney to make sure the film was on point story-wise. Okay. Right? The original... This is crazy to me. The original script of Toy Story was far darker than the final product. Hmm. Closer to being rated R. 
than PG. Really? Yeah. At well, the, it's rated G even. At, it's rated G. And at the end of the first presentation, Disney executives were appalled and completely halted production of the film. They basically gave uh, Pixar an ultimatum. They said, if you can't come up with a better script, this movie's not going to come out. Hmm. That's crazy. How it's do you spell canceled? Uh, C-A-N-C-E-L-L-E-D. There's two ways to spell it. Hmm? There's two ways to spell it. Two ways to spell it? You can also spell it C-A-N-C-E-L-E-D. Wait, uh, say it again? However you spelled it with one less L. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I swear to God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> swear. Oh, no, it's true. I, I'm okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> Toy Story, and like you were saying earlier with the facial expressions, it was the first computer animation feature film in 1995. Yeah. It earned... With the power of Apple. Power of Christ. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Power of Apple, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Steve Jobs technically owns... Bought Pixar, right? Some shit like that? Or or founded, like, uh, uh, Pixar. That's crazy. Uh, Toy Story earned $362 million in the worldwide box office. And next, the next year after, they were nominated for Best Original Song, which uh, basically, oh, the Best Original Song, Best Original Score, and Best Original Screenplay, according to Pixar. And in 1997, uh, Walt Disney Studios agreed to produce five more movies hmm. in coordination with Pixar over the next decade. It's crazy. So we're going to get a Toy Story 5? Probably. They it's, they want that money, man. It's pretty crazy. Um. This is this is what you just said. Uh, and and Disney deleted a scene from Toy Story two that includes Stinky P in a gag reel, flirtatiously talking to two Barbie dolls. No harm, no foul, right? That's what it says right here. I'm not saying, <laughs> but the problem arises when he tells them he'll get them a role in Toy Story three. <laughs> Obviously, the hashtag Me Too movement highlighted just how grimy folks thought the joke was, and Disney pretty proactive in removing it from all versions of the flick, although it still lives on in some after-credit bloopers. Okay. And, um... That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I remember the after-credit bloopers from the second one. Those were funny. I watched it today in the morning. Like, not in the morning. Like, as I was walking here, and I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> um, one Million Mobs, the protest group, was outraged for Toy Story 4. They saw two women drop off a young girl at a day, daycare center and, get, and the two women gave her a hug. <laughs> and they were like, a lesbian couple was raising a child together. They wrote <laughs> that the scene was, quote, dangerous, end quote, and tells parents that they might be blindsided by Disney's, quote, subtle but obvious promotion of the LGBTQ lifestyle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> one million moms, one million cunts. No, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, that's pretty much what I got for the movie. I have more, but it's just like all I thought was was fucking ridiculous on facts. I also looked at controversies. That was pretty much the only controversy I could find. Okay, like people bitching for no reason. But I wanted to bring up is that we you know, everybody that watched Toy Story knows Sid, mm-hmm. that bitch ass motherfucker who tortured toys. They wanted to bring his toys to actual stories. Okay, but it didn't. It didn't no one wanted it. But I think today they would buy it. Without a doubt, today they would buy it, right? Without a doubt, but they didn't. Back then, it wasn't um, profitable. They also have uh, so. Uh, who you think was supposed to voice Buzz Lightyear? Um, remind me again. It was it was Tim Allen that does his voice. I think so. Tom Hanks did Woody, and Tim Allen did Buzz Lightyear, right? 
Now, who was supposed to do it but declined it was Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. And what do you think Billy Crystal, Crystal uh, voiced? Um, I'm going to fucking say uh, Flintstones. Mike from Monsters, Inc. Oh. Isn't that crazy? I thought that was John Goodman. No, no. Mike Wazowski is pretty crystal, right? Mike Wazowski? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Because Mike Wazowski is that. And then the Sully was the blue is, guy. Is, yeah, Sully's That's a blue one. That's John Goodman. John Goodman's a legend. John well, anyway, Goodman's a good one. Yeah, man. He's a, he's a, he's a good man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is my other fact. There's a reason why all the characters have short hair because of the mm. early production. Um, this is pretty interesting. Woody and Buzz are based on real toys. Oh, okay. Uh, according to John Lasseter, the film's director, Woody and Buzz were loosely based on toys from his own childhood. A Casper doll with the pull string, like Woody, and then later a G.I. Joe doll, which were very popular and was the model for Buzz Lightyear. Hmm. That's dope, right? Influence, influence. Like you said, it's the shortest Toy Story movie, 81 minutes. It made the most money that year, several hundred million dollars. Uh, let's see. It only took a day to write. You got a friend in me. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, man. It's fucking Ran- Randy Newman's a legend. Even in my notes, I wrote Randy Newman sounds hilarious. <laughs> but he's a legend. You though. got a friend. friend in me. I was gonna say you do a good ass impersonation. <laughs> but right here it says the famous song, which is heard again in later films, only took songwriter Randy Newman a day to write. This song was nominated for multiple awards. It lost to Pocahontas, though. Ah. Uh. You know, Native Americans yeah, stealing. Like <laughs> I, I was gonna say like Pocahontas winning that. It's like a Disney movie lost to a Disney movie. It's like Obama putting the medal on himself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh no, you lost. <laughs> like I didn't even think about that. That is, um, the, perhaps the most memorable version of the song is when Wheezy the Penguin covers it at the end of the second film, accompanied by backup singer Barbies. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, all these movies are good. Uh, it was Pixar's first feature film. Um, Ron Tomatoes uh, basically said that this movie is perfect 100% for the first one, and then they just kept giving it good things. Woody was supposed to be a ventriloquist doll, dummy. Okay, he was supposed to be I a could ventriloquist. Kind of, see it. kind of right? It says, uh, early drafts saw Woody as a ventriloquist dummy who leads the toys in Revalia. And there's a prototype model which shows exactly how Puppet Woody was meant to look. Apparently, with this slight jaw and drooping eyes, he was considered too creepy. Can't think why. That's what I was. <laughs> This photo is creepy as fuck. I know motherfuckers can't see. We can put it on video. Oh, shit. This photo is creepy as fuck. Is that what, is that what, like an idea of what he's supposed to look mm, like? I don't think this is just a creepy photo. But oh, <laughs> okay. no, but this yeah, shit looks no. creepy as fuck. And those kind of dummies are always kind of a little creepy. Hell yeah. Look up Duncan Trussell. He did some shit like that. Uh, Tom's Tom Hanks voice uh, brother does the voice of Woody sometimes for like movies and stuff. Okay. Uh, says uh, basically Andy's dad was too mean. Um, Mrs. Potato Head is not in the first Toy Story, mm-hmm. even though Mr. Potato Head is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it was based on the animated short Toy Story called, okay. called Tin Toy, and Tin Toy is only five minutes long, but it has nothing to really do with. Toy Story It kind of just kind of They say It inspired that You know And they also could have Made Toy Story Into a musical hmm. They were thinking about that I would have been tight <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I like the movie As it is <laughs> <laughs> Then I got uh, Like five facts Outside of those facts <laughs> Um, In different countries Toy Story 2 Sounds different What do you mean? In Toy Story 2 he, uh, Buzz Lightyear Sings in front of a flag 
Okay. But in other countries, he sings a uh, he sings a song that's called uh, let's see, one world anthem in front of fireworks instead of a flag. Okay. To not like promote U.S. I guess makes sense. Uh, you know the bear from Toy Story Four. Uh, lots of yeah. Which first of all, I, I didn't think Toy Story Four was that good. I was like, whatever. And Toy Story Three was whatever. I wait, just, wait, the bear from Toy Story Four. Yeah, the pink one. The pink one. Lots of. I thought that was Toy Story Three. Or either one. I care for either one of them. I didn't care. No, yeah, that was Toy Story Three. Toy yeah. Story Four was like was, the, uh, the was, girl? was the little girl. Yeah, uh, both of them right. I, I thought Toy Story 3 was pretty good. Yeah, Toy I, Story 4, I thought, was all right. The other day, Toy Story 4 hit me, and Toy Story hit me, and I got really emotional, even <laughs> though I haven't watched it in math. <laughs> I remember when I so saw I Toy Story 3 in theaters um, with yeah. my friends. Uh, I there, there was, like, two grown adults, uh, <laughs> like, because at the time, I'm just, like, in middle school, so yeah. these dudes were, like, I don't know, in their mid-late 20s. And when all the toys are in the fucking uh, trash compactor thing and it looks yeah. like they're all about to die, yeah. I all you hear is... <laughs> and I look over and this and fucking... like, shut the fuck up, pussy. <laughs> and this dude's just fucking sobbing. I'm like, damn, man. That was me in Lightyear, bro. For those who can't see in Lightyear, when that bitch died, the Hawthorne, I was like... And, I was like <laughs> and then when the office empty, I told you, the kid was like, she died. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. <laughs> No, she didn't. She You're did lying. Yeah. She lived through her daughter. <laughs> no, I was sad as fuck. But those movies are sad. But I don't know. And when I was watching Toy Story 3 and 4, and it hit me in the moment. But literally, like last week, I was thinking about it because I was going to watch the movie. And I got real emotional. I was like, why is this hitting me right now? <laughs> this shit is sad as fuck. You're in, you're in the middle of work like, oh, God. <laughs> it's hitting like, me. And they're like, can I go out here? I'm like, no. <laughs> Do you not understand what Andy went through? <laughs> He grew up and shit. <laughs> like, come on. That shit was pretty fucking sad. Watching him play with his toys one last time. Nah, whatever. I like Toy Story 1 better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, the lots of bear. What is Lotto? Lotso. Lotso. He was uh, sued. Oh. He was sued because in 2014, um, they sued Disney by a New Jersey company, uh, Dece Lisa Industries. And they were saying that by selling Lotso Bear for a Toy Story, it had been, um, uh, since 1995, it argued that their ability to market their own product was substantially affected by Toy Story 3. So mm. I guess they've been selling since 1995, but when Toy Story picked it up, they were like, yo, you're taking a lot of sales. And uh, Lotso Hugs, before Toy Story, licensed the, quote, hugging technology, end quote. Hugging tech. Yeah. And so they got sued. I don't know what happened in the end, but that's just kind of hilarious how they're like, let me get some money. In Toy Story 3, the animation team shaved their heads. That, why? They just did it for a fresh start. <laughs> that's pretty what much. The fuck? Like, they, I'm not even going to read it, but they just pretty much did it for a fresh start. And they were like, oh, my wife didn't like it, but they just did it to just think new. Okay. This is crazy. A computer error almost erased Toy Story 2 from history. Yeah. You read that, right? Yeah, I, oh I know God. about that one. I, I'm going to just read it just for the listeners. Uh, it says, as we've written about previously, Toy Story 2 faced a pretty major hurdle when a stray computer command entered by an anonymous mischief maker deleted 90% of the work done on the film a year before it was scheduled to come out. What an asshole. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> the movie sucks. <laughs> and then the film. Hey, look at what I can do. 
the lead. <laughs> <laughs> the film's technical director, uh, Galen Suzman, the GOAT, had a copy of the film that she'd been working on from then, from home, and disaster was averted. So yeah. shout out to Galen Suzman, the GOAT. <laughs> and um, what's the, let's see. Oh, um, let's see. Damn. Do you know Jesse from Toy Story 2? Yeah. She was supposed to be a Mexican woman. I can see it. And her name was supposed to be Senorita Cactus, who was to sway Woody with her feminine walk. <laughs> Swear. <laughs> I talked to Beatrice that, and she was like, that would have been nice. <laughs> she was like, stereotypical, but that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, like, I could see them pulling it yeah, off. Yeah, but this is a cool character, though. Yeah. White eyes and shit. Anyway, my last fact is that 27 animators worked in the film using 400 computer models to animal animate the characters. Each character was first either created out of clay or model from a computer-drawn diagram before reaching the computer animated design. Nice. And they fuck with Sid for life <laughs> at the end of the movie when they talk to him as Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, where, where we left off with, like, how the movie plays out. Yeah, and yeah. it's Again, it's a short movie. Like, Buzz, Woody, they get lost. They, they try to find they, themselves back. They go to Pizza Planet. Um, I really well, like, I really like the little... <laughs> I really like the little moment where um they're in the soda cup and the like burger thing and like a, a buzz bumps into Woody and, like, and he turns a straw at him and he's like, hey, watch where you're going. And Buzz like flaps the thing. He's like, sorry. And it's just it, like that just tickled me. The the puns took with me, man. The puns took with me so much. Everything with the Picasso. The, I'm just a couple blocks away. The, <laughs> yeah. All that stuff, man. It was like when when Woody went up to the etch sketch and he's like, draw. And the etch sketch. Yeah. Drew. Oh, you, you know which one I like too. When um when Woody was like, you know, there are some words that I can't use because they're in front of preschool toys in front here. <laughs> And it's just like it, it's just pretty clever. Yeah, man. And, and and like I think even with the hint of today's day and age, not to like shit so much on today's age, but some of those jokes may have been like, okay, let's shield away from that and this and that. <laughs> but but even like Bo, right? Bo, mm. when, when she met Buzz Lightyear, she was like, oh, now I know my moving buddy, even though she loved yeah. Woody. And it's like today, I think they would be like, oh, let's not do that because we don't want to implicate. Bo's not a hoe. Yeah, Bo's. <laughs> Boats and hoes. <laughs> you ever seen Step Brothers? Yeah. Good ass movie. <laughs> uh, speaking of Pornhub, remember when he walked in, he's like, why are you sweaty? He was like, I was watching Cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> it's uh, Will Ferrell on the couch. And then what's the guy's name? Uh, um, the uh, funny guy with the curly hair. Uh, 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 JC, John, John Riley. John Riley. And he walks into the house and then he sees Will Ferrell laying on the couch, mad sweaty. He's like, hey, and the TV's on. He's like, why you sweaty? And what I was like, uh, I was watching cops. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So boats and hoes. <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah, they they fucking. That's where we get introduced to the aliens. I I almost forgot that they were introducing this one for a second. I thought they got introduced in the second one. Oh uh, no, but um, yeah, me too. Because you confused the pizza scene for the second to the first, right? Mm-hmm. But it was the first and the claw yeah. and. And uh, oh, they man. fucking they get taken over to Sid's place. Yeah. And, and oh, also, uh, uh, when when they're getting pulled out of the claw machine, and like the aliens, are like, no, he must go. He must He's go. Chosen. That was so creepy. And what is like, you way. bunch of zealots? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't remember that. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It's just shit like that. It's just like no kid would they understand don't make, that. I don't mean it's not all like this, but they don't make them like that anymore, man. <laughs> they really don't. I mean, they do. They do. I really like socks and Lightyear. You know, I know we, I was going to cover Lightyear a little, but you know what? So we already talked about Lightyear. Yeah. But Toy Story is a real, like it has a special place in the world. Yeah. It's so good, man. It immediately, as I was watching it, like before I got here, I was like, this is such a good movie. And even watching it abroad, I was like, I'm a creepy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm genuinely enjoying this just because uh, it's so good. It's It never fails to just cheer you up and take you into this little realm. And the music's so innocent, the visuals so great, and the jokes are just still funny. Yeah. You know, and um, man, it's awesome, bro. Yeah, my, like, and the fact that it's like... You said 81 minutes? 81 minutes, exactly. Yeah, the fact that it's that short, it just flows. It goes by so quick. Yeah. Like, you just enjoy every second of it. It feels way longer. It feels way longer. Oh, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even feel like that. I felt I felt its length, like, completely. Mm. I was just like, this This definitely feels like a short movie, but I wasn't complaining because it's yeah. like, it said just it did what story. it needed to do. Unlike Lightyear, who had, like you said, no idea. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing with that shit. Yeah, it, it, yeah. that one was just kind of a little, like, I think uh, I think a little like uh, Easter egg for Lightyear compared to Toy Story is that when when Buzz Lightyear got into Andy's bed, he was like, "It seems a little unstable," and I, I'm pretty sure in Lightyear when they landed on the planet, they were like, "This planet is unstable." Hmm. So I was trying to like really like, cut back to a lot of. He also said stuff. something about like Chris like crystalline. I have the or answer whatever. to save the planet. That's what it, that's what I saw. Like when he was talking to Woody, he was like, "I have the answer. Only I know what's able to save the planet." Yeah, he he was saying yeah. that, but there was another moment where he was asking them like, "Oh, so like, are you guys this advanced? Yeah. Like, do you know how to do like crystallize something, or whatever?" <laughs> so I was like, "I just when he was shooting Woody with the blazer, and he was like, beep, 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 <laughs> and he was like, what are you gonna do? Bling me to that?'" <laughs> nah, just I I. The line always sticks in my head, like even from a kid uh, when uh, they're under the truck and Woody's just like, you are <laughs> a, a toy. toy. <laughs> it's just like the, the the delivery of those lines are so good. That's what I want to say. How the fuck they knew they were toys, though? How did Woody know he was a toy? I guess we'll never find out the answer. But that's pretty existential. Yeah, them. I'll mean, be toys. I mean, Buzz gets pretty existential himself in this movie. Because, <laughs> he because, says, you know, I'm just depressed. I'm a little depressed. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, they get taken back to Sid's place and Sid is, starts torturing them a bit. And uh, uh, they're trying to figure out how to escape. Yeah. And Buzz. Um, oh, I also thought it was so funny how uh, everyone thought that uh, Woody murdered Buzz. <laughs> yeah. And how Mr. Potato Head was like, are you taking stupid pills today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Mr. Potato Head is goaded for the rest of his life, but that's the funniest <laughs> motherfucker ever, bro. That shit was. <laughs> he threw out Woody off the board. <laughs> yeah, that shit is just so funny. I like they were just Why like how <laughs> they were just not believing him for like the life of him. Man, what the fuck? I feel like that. This is why I wanted to bring this movie. We usually bring up a lot of like crazy movies and shit, and just real. Hardcore topics with Toy Story is one of those things where even if you wanted to find controversy, you can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's one of those pure movies that are... Uh, actually, I think Toy Story uh, sort of glorifies... Um, <laughs> actually, the... I don't think there's a lot of diversity in Toy Story. I think everybody is a white man, especially the... Uh, I don't want to say pig because then that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, not fuck that. The pig... Uh, I think blocks are uh, square and we're not trying to promote anything but straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something that bothers me though about that movie. You want to mm. know what? Mm. Sid. Sid. He, yeah, Sid is a little piece of shit. That that yeah. that little fucking piece oh of my shit. God. <laughs> but but I think the toys did them dirtier. So basically, saying like they'll treat your toys right, or they'll make you have mental health conditions and turn you into a garbage man. Ah, he yeah, he's fine. He's a garbage man. He's living his <laughs> like, best life. Oh, he's, he, as long as you have a good money, mental health is whatever. Yeah, he's good. He's chilling. And they say money don't make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a little piece of shit. <laughs> but when, when when Woody turned his head around, he was like, "We know everything." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, I don't know if this is worth it. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you and you fucking toys are making these people mentally unstable. What if they're the leasing cost the depression? <laughs> Dude, I like they gotta get back to Andy. Andy's more important, okay, Frankie? <laughs> Andy's a psychotic motherfucker, bro. Andy is uh He's going to college, <laughs> all right? He's living his best life. Don't talk shit about Andy. <laughs> Fuck Andy. <laughs> Andy's probably still a virgin. Hashtag fuck Andy. No, Andy fucked his toys. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Conspiracy theory number one. Oh, my God. Just think about it, bro. That's like the one thing they all don't want to talk about. Bo was like, <gasps> and she got stuck, surprised, and Andy was like, oh, this Bo's mouth is open. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this was, uh mind the matter, one of the most interesting episodes in the world. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely something. <laughs> uh, what do we do today, Javi? Yeah, man, we talked about what's going on, on the earth. We talked about what's going on in the mind. And this is why it mattered. This is the earth, mind, and matter. Good, good morning, good evening, good night. Talk to you soon. Poof.